All right. So, Kinsey, Pax, and Roland have been in Tobias Station for months now. We are in their fourth month of being residents here. Uh, they started a saloon. It's named Umbra's. Uh, and they found a dead body in the vents, and it turned out that that dead body in the vents was the ex-lover of a member of the Kanoom criminal family. Um, and basically a lot of stuff happened. Kinsey got kidnapped by, uh, an agent of the Gatti family. Um, that got dealt with, uh, Roland made, uh, several deals. He made a, a deal with Gray Foster of the Sheffield family, uh, also made a deal with Severina Acosta of the Acosta family. Uh, and the, the three drifters all made a deal with Salem Bahara of the Kanum family. Um, uh, so the deals, as far as I understand them are, <laughs> um, Gray Foster, was supposed to help them uh, deal with smooth over the Gatti problem, right? The Gatti sent an assassin here, uh, and um, Roland convinced Gray Foster to help kind of like make that go away. And Gray Foster basically said, like, sure, I'll do this, but I'm going to like, this is, I'm considering this like as like my down payment and something that I'll come up for later. When there will come a day when I ask you. <laughs> um, and I knew you were going to do it, but I was still like, I hope Tommy doesn't. Tommy, do it. that's the worst Marlon Brando impression I've ever heard. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be good. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Sylvester Stallone. Sorry, I had to comment. Uh, and then uh, the uh, the next uh, deal was with Severina Acosta, uh, where Roland uh, stared down uh, almost the literal barrel of a gun um, as she uh, threatened to send him to the Gatties, uh, and he uh, convinced her that he could be useful, um, uh, convinced her to uh, at least doubt Captain Morales's ability to run this station adequately, uh, and she agreed to assist the drifters in whatever revolution they were planning uh, so long as she basically gets to pick Severina's uh, successor. Um, uh, and so that happened. Um, but before all of that, the very first deal that was made was with Salem Bahara because his ex-lover's body was found in a vent uh, nearby uh, the saloon uh, and he was murdered and he wasn't, his body shouldn't even be here. He went missing in the mountain range way far up North. Uh, that dead man's name is Ephraim. Um, he, his body is murder is a mystery though. Roland has suspicions that, uh, Severina Acosta and Captain Morales both had a hand in the murder. Um, and, uh, these three drifters have been tasked with effectively solving that murder for Bahara. Um, the payment they requested from Bahara was a favor. Um, so that's what's been happening recently. Uh, I guess the, oh, it's worth pointing, uh, Marshal Leonard Yen came to the station and helped out and, uh, he and Pax are like, maybe an item? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh so, uh, the very last thing that happened at the end of last episode was uh, Kinsey uh, Gray Foster of the Sheffield family uh, showed up at the at the saloon late at night, and he 
uh, got talking to, with Kinsey and doubted Kinsey's ability to summon his jackalope with his mind. And uh, Kinsey decided to go ahead and give him a, a, a show. So uh, Umbra is in Umbra's right now. Um, Harry is trying desperately to like corral the like, I mean, it's not a huge crowd, but it is like, you know, anywhere from like five to eight people like like trying to like all like pet this jackalope and check it out. Uh, and, um, Harry's trying to like turn it into like money for the bar and also deal with it. Uh, while the three of you are going into the back room where, uh, Gray Foster would like to have a word with the three of you. Um, so we, you walk in, uh, to, to the back room, um, you know, the little kitchenette, you got the little like break room table, you got the barrels of, of liquor, uh, Gray Foster saunters in, um, uh, uh, leans against one of the counters, like after like inspecting it for a second and kind of like wiping a little bit of like the, the grime off of it. And then he leans against it, uh, casually. Uh, and he goes, please do have a seat. Uh, we have business to discuss. Well, if we're going to discuss business, you should really step into my office. I say, as I head over to the fake, barrel of of liquor and like move it aside to go to our our secret revolution office (laughs) this is is our bar office you see (laughs) yeah so you lift up the hatch uh and the lights like flicker on uh and um you you like gesture for him to follow you down he kind of looks to kinsey and pax and like raises an eyebrow and then looks over kinsey's shoulder and like kind of like loses focus for a second and reaches past Kinsey and like pulls out like an apple, like takes a bite of it. <laughs> and then uh, like munches on it. It's like, Hmm. And then <laughs> follows Roland down into the uh, war room. <laughs> uh, the, oh. I assume Kinsey impacts you also go down. We'll go after gray. Yes. Uh, I will go down last. Um, and I will, uh, just pull the door to the bedroom, like, shut to make sure it's definitely shut, and then lock it. Do you locking Marshall Yen in the bedroom? He can get out. It's a regular bedroom door. <laughs> <laughs> no one can get in. Got it. I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested in, in anybody finding out he's here. Okay. So, um, you go down into, uh, into your secret revolution war room. Um, it's, it's still coming along. It's got a few, a uh, few guns. I think Kinsey made a bunch of pistols, um, a bunch of light firearms. So some of them might be like, you know, weak rifles. Right. Um, but light firearms, um, uh, kind of like racked on the side. You have a nice like table and, um, some seating. It's still a little like rough on the edges for sure. It's not, it's not fully there yet. Um, uh, but, uh, he comes down looks around and goes, Mama, you have been busy. Uh, so uh, busy, in fact, that uh, you are causing quite a stir, from what I understand. In fact, uh, I am quite embarrassed to uh, admit that I was not aware that you had previous affiliations before you came to me, Roland. It's because I'm quite good at what I do. <laughs> well, when I called the heads of uh, the representatives of the family here on Tobias Station to discuss your 
situation with uh, with Sierra Phillips and the Gatties. Uh, I did uh, my most wonderful performance of feeling as though I was left out of the loop, only to find out that, in fact, all of the major families here were left out of the loop. And that worked to our advantage. The Gatties will no longer be an issue for you, so long as you stay out of their, out of their territory. I don't think any of us have any interest in ever returning to their territory, so... That seems best for everyone. Now, I can vouch for your protection from them in Tobias Station. Should they seek retribution elsewhere, of course, uh, my influence only goes so far. However, I learned another thing during that meeting. Poor Salem Bahara, he is so easy to read. And there was the spark of recognition and frustration when I mentioned your names. Care to enlighten me as to your relationship with him? We, uh, we employ a friend of his. <laughs> yes, the lovely urchin girl outside. You've had meetings with the man, then? He's been here once. All right, sounds like a manipulate test to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why at all. Yeah. Oh, dressed to impress, I assume implies. Yeah, yeah. He he likes he likes the cut of your jib. Um, however, uh, he wants to do a thing at me. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a thing at you. Oh yeah, give me the grit. I can't bamboozle someone unless I'm a part of the role, right? <laughs> Correct. All right. All right. God, if anyone could bamboozle someone in a role they're not involved in, it's Kinsey, though. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, I will. I will. Roland, have three grit. I'm going to bamboozle you three times. up against an 11. Uh, I have an 11. Okay, well, uh, oh, you are the aggressor, so ah, I had two 11s, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you get one next success, right? So you, you sort of... <laughs> So he sits there and contemplates as, uh, what you said. He takes a bite of the apple, like kind of munches on it a little bit, and then uh, looks over to like the most comfortable looking chair and kind of dusts it off and like sits down. He's like at the head of the like war table now, like and crosses his like legs and like kind of like just owns that chair. And then he goes, hypothetically, if you were to be in business with, uh, with Salem Bahara. And if the rumors I were to have heard about you having a meeting with Severina Acosta were to be believed, in this hypothetical situation, I would be interested in getting in on whatever it is you are planning. He takes another bite of the apple, sets it down, and goes, You see, 
The Sheffields have played third fiddle here at Tobias Station for, I believe, too long. Now, I don't have delusions of grandeur. Dethroning the canoes would be quite the feat. But if you have plans of reshaping things here, which you seem ambitious enough to perhaps attempt, I would love to uh, cash in my chip and make sure there are concessions for the Sheffield family. Well, I assume that's what you're here for. Give me a list. <laughs> well, I can have more detailed demands as I find out more about what exactly it is you are planning. As far as I see, you and I are on business together now. I've put in my down payment. I would like to peek under the hood. The important part of what we are here to achieve is that it ends with Morales gone. I understand. I find the woman to be wretched. I've found her to be distasteful in my few interactions with her so far, so... We're on the same page, I think. And what is your take of Severina Acosta? I find her a tough pill to swallow from time to time as well. Uh, I think she... She seems quite displeased with the way things have gone under Morales' leadership, and I imagine would be quite happy to see someone new in charge of that position. Well then, I can be of use if we can continue to assist each other. I don't have any personal requests. I have Tobias Station pretty well figured out. In fact, very little happens around here that I am not aware of one way or another. Hence, my surprise to learn that Bahara, of all people, was able to elude my watchful eye. I can continue to be of service. And as things begin to fall into place, I will come and ask for... As a representative of the Sheffield family, uh, for our family to be considered in whatever new order you put in place. There are several hangars that we pay quite a steep fee to operate in. I'd like to see if you could crunch the numbers a different way. Mr. Foster... I'm not a fool. When I came to you asking for something, I expected you would want something in return. When you have details of what you would like, I will see if it is achievable. And if it is achievable, we can make it happen. And for the time being, I like this war room. Quite nice. You could do with a better armory, perhaps, but I'm sure you'll get there. I expect to be 
informed. I like to be informed of the goings-on at Tobias Station. Uh, we will do our best to keep you as informed as possible while keeping your name not tied directly to anything. <laughs> if you are the victor, then I have nothing to fear. I'm a bit of a gambling man, and you seem like a decent odds. I don't play games, I can't win. You and I have that in common. Takes another, like, big bite out of the apple. Um, I'm gonna, like, just tap Kinsey on the shoulder. And, like, lean, like, hopefully he comes down to me because he's way too tall for me <laughs> yeah. to go to him. Um, uh, <laughs> uh and, and just be like, should, should we... Should we give him the hint that, like, he should, like, Salem Bahara might need, like, support or, like, a, a good friend uh, sooner rather than later? Do you think, I, I don't know, I, I feel like a leaky faucet a little bit, but, like, I feel like, what do you think? Just, like, not or, like. Now, now, <laughs> uh, he shouts over as like his like, you know, uh, back and forth of rolling, like kind of like comes down. And he notices the two of you kind of like do share with the class. Your name, it eludes me. Well, you know everything that goes on here. I'm sure you can figure it out. Well, if some are to be believed, your name is Jane. Though, well, I've heard you have a quite unique nickname. You are good. Well, um, I was just asking uh, Kinsey if uh, your temperament is one that you make friends easily. And I have no doubt that Ken here, he says with a wink, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, would be able to tell you I make friends extremely easily. Even with people you already know? Absolutely. If they have something to offer. What if you had something to offer them? All the better. I think in the near future, Salem Bahara might need a shoulder to lean on. And it would be good if you were that shoulder. <laughs> well, I wouldn't necessarily describe that as a tall order, but it is quite the feat. He is not the most appreciative man of people who are willing to go to extreme lengths. Though, don't let his soft disposition convince you that he is any safer than any of the rest of my colleagues. You... This is for free, though. This, this is for you. It doesn't really help us. I, I kind of thought you'd notice that this was 
for you. No, I understand. It is a good tip. And I'm already beginning to work on a plan to befriend him more than our mutual business acquaintances allow. But, he says, and he kind of like stands up, and he goes, I wanted this to be brief. I believe we've come to an understanding. And then he starts like walking his way out, and he goes, there is just one more thing. When you were at my suite, Roland, you did mention Ephraim Keller. Why is that? It's my business to know the goings-on of the environment in which I operate. A member of the family involved with a marshal? Oh, sorry, a militiaman. That's not something you see every day. It mm. intrigued me. Would it have anything to do with your business with Bahara? Any business we might have with Salem Bahara has no bearing on any business you and I have together. <laughs> any business of yours is business of mine now. But that's all right. I just know a thing or two about instances that occur throughout the lower levels. I keep a closer eye down here than most of the family and the secrets I've learned. Hmm. But if you do not want to share, I can bring my concerns to Bahara myself. I imagine you travel in the same circles. You can find a natural way to bring them up to him. Very well. Keiji, Roland. No way to have a business relationship. You'll warm up to me, I'm sure. I'm sure I will. Ken, ever the pleasure. Yes, yes, likewise, Mr. Forster. Jane. I'll leave the three of you to discuss whatever musings you have. I know the way out. The exits uh, your little secret room. I had really hoped he was going to be more reasonable for at least like another day or two. I mean, you you were the first to warn me about him. I uh, I think we knew he was uh, going to be a hard character to win over. Yeah, but I we don't need to win him over, Kinsey. Uh, we haven't really had a chance to talk about this. I'm fairly confident that Severina, Acosta, and Morales killed Ephraim. Oh. Oh, no. Mahara's not going to like that. He's not. 
And now I am considering whether or not we should tell him that. Well, well what are the sort of pros and cons? Well, let me let me paint you the picture of what I am currently considering. I have promised myself to the Sheffields in the form of Grey Foster that they will get some consideration in the new order of Tobias Station. I have promised the Acostas in the form of a new security chief that they will get some considerations in the new order of Tobias Station. And we have promised Salem Bahara that we will find out who killed his lover. And of the two who are interested in financial gain from our endeavors here, Severino Acosta is the better business partner. Hmm. Why? Because she and I have an understanding that this is a job we will do once and then our business is concluded. And in the moment of Kinsey being kidnapped, I did not have time to make a similar deal with Mr. Foster, who, as he has now stated, wholeheartedly believes that any business of mine is business of his. Um. Well, th th there's no way to finesse this? Is there? Is there some way to, to you know, do something good for the Acostas and do something good for the Sheffields? I mean... Yes, it means doing something bad to the uh, to the canoes. Well, that's not necessarily true. Well, Harry won't agree with that. It's perhaps not necessarily true, but I suspect it is probably true. Well, um... So, so you promised a new a new security chief? The specific wording of our deal with my deal with Severina was uh, I would remove Morales from power and she would get a say in who was the new security chief of Tobias Station. Okay. And you've we've promised the Sheffields a better standing in Tobias Station, right? Number two? More or less, yes. So, and... So... Um, I feel like the pieces are there. I just, I can't... I feel like we can do all of those things. I feel like we can do all of those things. The... With... With solving the... Murder... If we, if we have proof that Severina Acosta um, killed Ephraim, and we let Salem know that, potentially the Acostas 
go down a peg, which would move the fosters up. But that doesn't stop them from her from maybe making the short list on who gets to be the new security chief. Right? They're mutually exclusive. It is, I suspect, entirely possible to deliver on the letter of the deals that I have made with everyone. I don't think they will appreciate it if I deliver to them exactly what was agreed upon and it does not benefit them and, in fact, actively harms their standing here. Well, but isn't that a result of their actions, not yours? That doesn't really matter when you're dealing with powerful crime syndicates. You can shoot no. people who make problems for them without consequence. Well, they can try. <laughs> but... I very much appreciate that. I'm Pax... eminently shootable. Pax touches the scar on her neck. <laughs> um, so the thing is, is that there is a version of the puzzle that fits together quite nicely. And it is not the truth. It is to frame uh, the Sheffields and Grey Foster for the murder of Ephraim. No. Right. So no, why would I... you think that? We can't do how that. How does that benefit us? Because Grey Foster has just made it abundantly clear that he believes he owns us forever. Well, that's a... I mean, forever is just however long you live. That's true. That's a great point. That, I, I don't see how that changes anything. <laughs> no, because the thing is... I, I think, right? The, I know that we like to dabble in the gray areas of truth. But as someone who was found guilty of something they never had a say in even contemplating doing, that doesn't that doesn't get forgiven. That that's a forever commitment, a real forever commitment. And and the Sheffields will never forgive us. Gray Foster, if he lives, will never forgive us. And Tobias Station will be in trouble. As far as I've seen, Gray Foster is like almost a balancing force here. That's the opposite of what we want to achieve here. I don't think we can deliver the truth of Ephraim's murder and not have it be trouble for Tobias Station. One of the powerful people in Tobias Station killed someone who another yeah, powerful person They have a personal advised. relationship. It's different. Yes, it will be worse. It hurts more when it's someone you know. So I, I'm sorry. I don't I don't want I don't want any part in that. Okay. Then we won't. 
It is a thought that crossed my mind, and it felt prudent to bring up. So does that mean that we're going with destroying the Acostas? I mean, at least in Tobias Station. Or we can just use the evidence to implicate implicate um, Morales. Sorry, yes. If she's the one who pulled the trigger, then like that's yeah, why? Sorry. And if, if Morales wants to spill the beans, which she might, then, then that's on her and it's not our fault. But no, we, any, we can't I... accuse somebody who didn't do it. I, I won't. You can. I won't. Is it better for us if... It, is it better for us if Bahara figures out that Severina was involved on his own then? Is that what we're saying? It's only better for us if he finds out she was involved and not that we hid that from him. There's no guarantee that will happen. I mean, if he finds out that it's Acosta and Acosta has a recording of her talking to you, I mean... I mean, that's possible. I don't actually have proof of any of this other than I'm very good at reading people. Which is, you know, enough of a hunch to point me in the right direction. Sure, sure. I think the truth gets us in less trouble than a lie could potentially get us. I mean, we've already faked our deaths once. I didn't know that we would go through that again. I think the truth gets us in different trouble than a lie does, but it's clear the idea of lying um, upsets you quite a bit, Pax, which means we're not going to do it. It's it's not it's not lying that. No, I, I understand. I'm using a shorthand. There's... Maybe we can talk to Gray Foster. He seems pretty reasonable. He's extremely polite, which is easily mistaken for reasonable. Maybe he'd take something else in trade. Well, I think Gray would take something else in trade, but I don't think we can guarantee that the Sheffields will. The Sheffields don't know anything. He's He is the Sheffields here. And I don't know that we should doubt his, uh, his dedication to the family. I mean, family members tend to keep it pretty close. Chef, uh, Foster's position here is not one given lightly. He has been given a gift of a profession here at Tobias Station for jobs well done for the Sheffield family. As much as he pretends to hate. Nothing can be solved right now this instant. More information helps us regardless of what ultimately it leads to. <clears throat> We told Salem we'd investigate this murder. 
there's more investigating to be done. I told Severina we'd get Morales out. There's more groundwork to lay there. Foster wants better rates on some hangers. I can make some things happen there, probably. I, I guess we have to come up with a list of people for her to choose from. I imagine she has her own list. Okay. Our part of that bargain is to make Morales go away and make it not tie back to her. I, I don't, um, so what do we do? Right the second? I'm going to bed. It's been a very long day. Kinsey, do you want me to take Umbra back to the stable? Uh, uh, I'm sure... Umbra would appreciate that. It's got quite a liking for you. I like him too. <laughs> I'll tell him that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so should I um, keep making guns, or is that still part of the plan? Probably. I think we have, what is it, four? Which is not enough for an armed revolution. <laughs> no. Unless your settlement is like eight and you hand four people the four guns. That's right. probably enough for an armed revolution. <laughs> quite there, yeah. But there's there's other stuff, right? Like like getting control over the doors down here. Yeah, I'd like to God, I don't really want to visit him. I don't enjoy his company, but I would like to visit uh, Dr. Granger and see if anything can be done about the fungus in the vents. And perhaps that can be a sort of rallying cause around which we can unite the people down here. Okay. Um, I'm going to take Umbra back. I'm sure Harry has her hands full. That makes sense. It's a very uh, large rabbit. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to just... Uh, flick the key over to Kinsey to give Sir Roland. <laughs> uh, the door's locked to the bedroom. So. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I will I will um, go up to get Umbra. Alright, so you enter uh, the primary bar. Uh, no one is there except Harry and Umbra. Uh, Umbra has broken a chair uh to find like a nook to like kind of like curl into um and uh no one else is there and harry looks a little frazzled um as she uh turns to you and goes hey um how did how'd it go that mr foster he gave me 10 spurs am i supposed to do that go in the till or uh that's for you <laughs> what Unless you don't want it. No, I, I, I'm not saying that. No, no, no. This is. I, I get it now. I mean, I'm, a, I'm an excellent bartender. Did I make him yeah. a drink? 
Uh, anyways, um, uh, the the jackalope, uh, went well, and she points over, and on the opposite side of the room, there is some jackalope droppings. Uh, yeah, just uh, find Kinsey, let him know, because I'm not doing anything with that. Yeah, um, I, I mean, uh, it it, cle- it cleared the house real fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um. Yeah, well, I'm going to take him back now, so. Okay. Is okay. is everything all right? Uh, kind of. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Um, I want to, uh, in the next couple of days, I want to talk to you. Not, you're not in trouble. Um, But I do, I want to tell you some stuff. Okay. Okay. Uh, I know. I, I'm being weird. I'm sorry. No, it's hey, it's fine. I'll I'll go get Kenzie. Uh the smell's starting to spread. Yeah. Uh and uh yeah, Kenzie, you're what in the back? Does Harry know about the secret room? Uh uh she I mean she knows that there's yes, she's seen okay. like you've never told her about her or anything, but she's been around enough that like you would probably guess, especially cuz you know now that she's been spying on you. That, like, you guys weren't doing a good enough job of hiding it from her for her to have never noticed. Sure. Oh, so are you in the, in down there, Kinsey? Right. Okay, so yeah, she, she comes out, uh, Roland, you're, you're, like, getting ready for, uh, you're, like, opening up the door, getting ready, and, and she, uh, goes, hey, um, is Kinsey, uh, and she, like, points towards the bedroom? No, he's in the secret revolution planning room. <laughs> Right. Okay. Uh, hey, Kinsey? Yeah? <laughs> uh, Umbra made a mess, and Pax told me you gotta clean it up. She would, wouldn't she? Alright, I'll be right up. Alright. Good night, Roland. Good night. This is part of it, Kinsey. When you take responsibility for an animal, you gotta feed it, you gotta clean up after it. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll come out and I'll get the broom and the uh It's 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 a dry mess, isn't it, I hope. I mean m- m- it is it is not like extremely dry. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> But yes, you have, if you're asking if you have, like, the stuff on hand to clean it up, you yeah. do. <laughs> you are able to clean this up. Uh, uh, it's it's honestly a little more comfortable for you to clean this up than the one time that Eli got sick in the corner. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll clean it up and I'll, you know, give a little, the air a little spritz of something that smells nice. <laughs> it's like just walk over with a lemon just like twist <laughs> yeah okay yeah you're able to clean it up uh pax um uh umbra is perfectly uh obedient as you walk him out <laughs> he looks like he's had a good time <laughs> uh he is content he walks with you happily uh and then when you get to the stables um to like hand him off to a stable hand uh he turns back around and like looks at you and just kind of like butts his nose up against your shoulder. Let's give him a scritch. And there's like ear like flaps into your face. 
Uh, be good. And also, like, we'll come visit you more, but, like, if Kinsey calls like that, you don't... Don't do that. He's... He means well. We'll come visit you. I'll come visit you. Umbra looks at you for a second. The ear twitches. And there's one thing you notice, like, that kind of weird, like, understanding and recognition that you saw in Umbra when you were going to rescue Kinsey... Mm-hmm. isn't quite there. Um, uh, you're not 100% sure if he understood you, uh, but he does look at you, and then uh, as he turns, he kicks a little bit of dust your way. Uh, he gets it. He gets it. <laughs> and he gets led back into uh, into the stables. Cool. And then I will um, head back. Uh, like, right before you leave, someone's like, hey, um... That's your jackalope, yeah? Yes. He broke a window on his way out. Okay. Um, yeah, how much? Probably fix it with a spur. Okay. Appreciate it. Hey, you know, I mean, probably looking for some... You know, water. I mean, it's crazy they even have a jackalope this far into the into the Badlands. I mean, it's it's insane. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised uh, no, he's as healthy as he had, is. Someone had like a jackalope whistle thingy that then and, uh, and it just like came. So ah ah uh, yeah, sure, some kind of trapper or something makes sense. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I don't thanks. really get it. And, nah. yeah, thanks for taking such good care of him. Of course, yeah yeah yeah. Um. If it, if it happens again, though. Uh, no, I get it. I cool. get it. All right. Yeah. Great. It's probably, yeah, it seems like a one-off. He's been really well behaved up until now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks. He's a good boy. Yeah. All, all the, all the, all the stable hands, they love him. They, they love him. Uh, they let, they, uh, they let him, you know, run with the hot chase. He's, uh, he's got a, a little bit too much spirit in him to run with the horses. Sure. Well, um. If uh, if you guys ever want to come down to uh, the bar, we actually named it after the jackalope. Uh, it's in the lower levels, it's called Umbras. Ah, should, low, lower levels. You should you should come by. It's nicer than what it sounds. Uh, <laughs> and um, well, uh, first round's on me. Well, well, hey, I'll go down to the lower levels for a free drink. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe you'll like it. <laughs> I love how that's like your guys' <laughs> marketing strategy is come to the lower levels for one free drink and tell us how you feel. <laughs> uh, yeah, he goes back into the into the stables. Cool. I head back. All right. No one else is getting up to anything. It's pretty late. You guys all kind of taking the rest of the evening? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Uh, so with that, we kind of wrap up the first week of month four. Um, and before we were kind of doing things a month at a time, we would figure out how much money the bar made and all the expenses at the end of the month. And then we go into the next month and you'd pay rent and station fees and all that. That's how we have been operating. Uh, but at this point with the revolutions momentum gaining, I feel like we are done with that format of, of uh, time compression. Uh, so my, my, uh, uh, my new thought is we would check in at the end of the week 
uh, at the end of each week and basically be like, this is how much money the bar made. And then at the end of the month, the expenses and everything will come up. Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. So the bar made 42 spurs this week. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's money, money. Mm-hmm. That's a lot more. Well, I mean, the bar itself made that. You'll have to pay people and stuff, but yeah, right. it is a lot of money. <laughs> it is a significant amount of money. There's no reason to scoff at 42 spurs. <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay, cool. So, uh, that's, that's what's like in the till and the safe at this point, as you kind of like close down the register in the evening. <laughs> um, uh, I put a lot of the money that I had been carrying around for the purpose of hiring brigands to protect me back in the safe. Makes sense. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, next day comes, um, is anyone doing anything in like their morning hours? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go talk to the mad scientist who's in love with plants. Okay. Uh, Kinsey and Pax, what are the two of you, what are your agendas for this morning? I think I also wake up early to uh, to start on making some more guns. Okay. Um, yeah, go ahead and, uh, if you have the, the cubes for it. Um, uh, shoot, I've forgotten exactly how many cubes, a light firearm. Are you making light firearms or medium firearms? Uh, I'm going to make medium firearms, but I don't have the cubes for it, so I might have to go shopping for this. You so. do need nine machinery cubes to make one medium firearm. All right, sure, yes. Uh, which, like, if there's anything you can find it to buy a station, it's machinery cubes. Uh, sure. And you can find it for a fair enough price. Uh, so uh, if you want nine machinery cubes, basically two spurs a cube. That's the – you tell me how many cubes you want to acquire – um, unless it is an ungodly amount of machinery <laughs> cubes, uh, you can probably get it together uh, throughout various shops in Tobias Station. I feel like I feel like four of each um, weapon kind of weapon would be intelligent. So should I should I be getting uh, what, thirty-six spurs? Thirty. So what's the? Remind me. It's like very few cubes to make a light firearm. Uh, it's it's six machinery cubes to make a light firearm, nine to make a medium, and fourteen to make a heavy. Sure. So I don't think anyone that we're handing these guns to needs a heavy firearm. They okay. must be exceptionally strong to carry it at all. This is true. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I I like where your heads at on sort of like we should give them more powerful guns, but also I mean it's a revolution, isn't it? Yes, and uh, we're sort of working with um, quantity over quality. Mm. All right, that's <laughs> guns and knives <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> I mean, like, keep making nice guns, but we're hoping to arm a lot of people as opposed to like five or six who are very good at shooting. Sure. So, so should we just be doing guns, or should I also do projectile weapons? You know what. I feel like I can pass this decision off to you at your discretion. Right, but not the heavy firearms. So that's fine. No one needs a right. bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's you, fair, that's fair. Kinsey, you, you could also make some, like, shields. Mmm, alright, that's clever, that's clever. We, we do want our soldiers to be uh, protected. 
<laughs> a pistol and a SWAT shield for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it seems like you've got this figured out. I'm off. <laughs> yeah. So if it's six machinery cubes uh, per gun, um, how many machinery cubes do you want to purchase? I'd like to make four more guns. So, okay. Uh, so that's right, 24 that's, cubes that you'll like need. It. 24. Um, <laughs> uh, and so that's 48 spurs. 48 and I, I, I two spurs Pax, per can cube. can I get packs can I get 48 spurs <laughs> 48 yeah just you know I need some machinery cubes uh, like to make some guns for our, for our revolutionary force Okay. Or I can make the shields. I, you know, I don't actually care what you make. It's a lot of money. <laughs> um, it's it's more than we made for last week. So maybe just like make sure that they go to good use. I don't know. I mean, I'm and keeping then them. In don't the... get your pocket picked. Yeah. <laughs> right. And also go up to um. Um. Uh, that nice old lady. Clean your gun first. Oh yes, Miss Charlotte. Yes, I should definitely clean my gun first. It's a good idea. But she'll have. She'll probably name. have most of the stuff that you need, and we like her. You like her. We like her, Kenzie. <laughs> oh, right, fine. The and thing I'll is, clean is that my she's... gun. Her shop is also strategically pretty well placed. So, like, we like her. We like her. Okay. <laughs> okay, so that's what Kenzie's getting up to. What about you, Pax? Uh, I think it's my turn at the bar. So I do... I, I'm not actually doing anything. Um, so you're just, you're just staying at the bar and manning the bar. Yeah, I'm manning the bar. I am working on a... <laughs> I am... I am... I am building... A thing. You're building myself. a thing. Yeah, it's what? it's gonna be real good. What thing are you it's building? A, it's a it's a safe. I'm building a safe. Okay. Yeah. Like this is a little safe. It's like okay. it's like it's like it's like this big. It's like a little desk safe. You know, like you had like a piggy bank. Yeah, sure. But but I'm gonna build. I'm gonna build it. I'm gonna build the whole lock myself. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna make it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and roll machinery. Okay. Um, <laughs> My one die. Uh, hold, please. And I, I suppose, uh, Kinsey, yeah, you go to uh, Shirley Charlotte's um, yes. uh, place. Uh, she is able to uh, uh, give you the stuff. She gives you a hard time. She's like, I'll be with you in a minute. Hey, I recognize you. It's been a long time since you come in. I didn't scare you off, did I? No, no, not at all. You all know, right, come on. Let me take a look at your gun here. Sure. Yes, here you are. My, my, my. He does listen. You're a good one. <laughs> I'll tell you what. It it, it, it has uh, helped me operate the thing, keep me clean like you mentioned. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. Maybe this old crazy lady knows a thing or two about a thing or two. Maybe a thing or two about a thing or two, yes. Now... 
You didn't come here to flash your shiny gun at me, I don't believe. No, 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 no. What is it I can help you with? I, I was um, wondering if I could pick up uh, some machinery cubes from you, Shirley. Sure, yeah, no problem. Uh, I got them in abundance. Uh, what is a... Uh, uh, and then she's able to basically hook you up. It's a bit of a stretch for her, that many cubes all at once. She's like, you're cool. about to buy me out. I wasn't expecting another scrap shipment in for a while, but, uh... Well, you did clean your gun for me, so, uh... All right, sure. <laughs> I do appreciate it, Shirley. You know, you're our favorite uh, store operator, probably in the station. That's I should hope so. You're the best, you know. We only do the best. <laughs> oh, flattery will get you everywhere, young man. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so you're able to spend your 48 spurs <laughs> to buy machinery cubes in bulk. Uh, so what I need from you is a machinery roll as you begin working on some guns. Um, Roland, you go to Anton Granger's apartment. And you mm -hmm. knock on the door. Mm -hmm. uh, just a moment. One, one moment. Hold on. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Um, who is it? Uh, what did Kenzie call me? <laughs> uh, Jordan? Uh, Kinsey's friend. Oh, Jordan! Jordan, fantastic! Please, please, uh, uh, hold on, hold on. And then, like, the door, there's, like, a slight pause, and, like, something, like, gets knocked over, and he's like, blast! Hold on! And, uh, he goes, excellent, perfect timing! And you see his arm is in a plant. You okay there? Yes, of course, of course, I have everything under control. Though, now that you are here... Um, if you would be so kind, uh, to just, just, you, you see that, you see that, that prod over there? I dropped it just out of reach. It's just in the middle of the room. It's an electric prod. Just, if you could hand that to me, please, it would be of great service. Yeah, sure. Okay. I, Quicker is better. <laughs> I scan for predatory vines. <laughs> there are none here. <laughs> okay. I go pick up the cattle prod and I hand it to him. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this is just, this will just make everything a lot quicker and I can help you with whatever you're here for. Uh, and he like electrocutes the thing. It's like, ah! and it looks like its mouth opens up and he pulls it out. He's like, ah, yes. Oh, oh, that's smart. <laughs> um, uh, how can I help you? Uh, I was hoping that I might be able to use uh, some of your expertise on uh, the fungus problem in the vents. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I uh, I forget. Did you guys give him a, a sample of that yet? Or Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we did give him a sample. He yeah. got a sample of the body, Ephraim, yeah. which contained <laughs> yes. a number of things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Including. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, of course. Oh, quite, quite, quite great stuff. Um, he like is like slopping like stuff on the ground he's like i'll, I'll clean that up later um i need some ice <laughs> and he goes and like gets a little bit of ice out of a, a small cooler and like presses on he's like ah yes fungus yes what an exciting thing to talk about in the in the beginning of the morning great way to start the day fungi uh how can i uh, what, what, what do you need what, what what are you looking for well i mean i was sort of hoping I'm, you know, I'm a bit of an academic myself, and obviously my field is not botany and, and biology, but, you know, mm -hmm. I, I dabble. I like to keep myself, you know, appraised of what's going on and the various 
fields of academia. Um, I was wondering if perhaps we could, I don't know, like introduce some sort of bacteria to the vents that might eat away at the fungus or something along those lines to just generally improve the air quality for the people living down here. Sure, certainly, yes, yes. There, there are there are methods. They're not necessarily what I would define as uh, cheap supplies, uh, but such a thing is possible. Um, uh, in fact, I mean they use them all the time. I, as I believe, I told one of you. I don't remember exactly who, but this this type of fungi is uh, is pretty native to the Badlands. It happens. It's something that miners and uh, subterranean facilities uh, struggle with from time to time. But with proper maintenance, it, it isn't really a hassle. It's only when it goes unchecked for as long as the lower levels vents seem to have gone unchecked that it really grows into something truly dangerous. Um, though, he, like, looks at his wrist and he's, like, like, looking at, like, the swelling on his wrist and he, like, kind of moves it around. He's like, bah, that will do. Uh, <laughs> uh, though, um, uh, if, if you're able to, uh, I, I, I guess I'm a bit confused. The, the, the vents are station territory and therefore require, um, where the, the, uh, uh, the the maintenance uh, clearance uh, from the station master or Captain Morales uh, to maintain in some way. Uh, it was actually, I didn't want to, sh you know, I was happy to get a specimen, of course, uh, but it was quite illegal what you did uh, the other day when you went into the vents. You're not supposed to do that. Um, but, uh, of course, I, I understand. Oh, I'm, in the name of I'm... science, of course. I'm so sorry. Did did one of my colleagues not mention? I'm so sorry. So we've been sort of, you know, establishing ourselves in the community of the lower levels and we're sort of like a community liaison now. Um, <laughs> I actually, you know, I have the authority to go into the vents and get samples and, and do some work. I've been contracted to do this. <laughs> Go ahead and roll manipulate. <laughs> I assume this guy is just waiting for any reason that he is allowed to go in the vents and see what's in there, so I'm just gonna <laughs> give him one. <laughs> uh, you are yeah. up against a 10. You are dressed to impress. Cool. What's your highest? Uh, it's only an 11. Mm. This doesn't feel like it's worth me spending a bunch of grit to <laughs> count these 12s. <laughs> uh, so you get one net success then. Yeah. He goes, oh! <laughs> well, I, that, that makes perfect sense. I've heard you've been going around. You're very handy from what I've heard. Um... Yes, of course. Uh, if the station needs my assistance and my expertise, I am happy to provide. Is there any sort of... I, I mean, I imagine the budget is pretty small. They, they've always had trouble uh, raising the funding. And I don't mean to cut in on your... your no, um... no, no, no. I perfectly understand. I wouldn't ask anyone to work for free. Um, but, I mean, if you can send me, you know, sort of 
an estimate of your expenses. I can see what I can approve to be spent on this for sure. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can, I might be able to brew something up in the next few days. Uh, something that could help clear out that substance. Um, if I were to venture, I guess, uh, the extra supplies I would need and the cost of my own expenses, probably, I mean, depending on how much you want to clear, if you want to do the entire system down here, um, it's quite the undertaking, but I suppose it's best to start with a sample, yes? See how yeah, it. Uh, we want to see if it's achievable first before we really commit funds to this. Sure, sure. Uh, to give you enough to clear out a nice uh, section of venting, uh, that would be probably. Twenty-four spurs. Okay. Well, um, let me uh, let me go and talk with you know the rest of the committee, and I will see how much of that I can I can get allocated for you. Um, worst comes to worst, I can pay for some of it out of my own pocket. But let's you know let's get I want to get started on this for sure. Absolutely. Yes. Um, I mean I. I have some of the sample of the fungi. I can go ahead and begin some preliminary work, of course, uh, not using up too many of my reagents. That would be excellent. All right. I'll, I'll begin on that this afternoon, and uh, next time you're here, perhaps I'll have a small sample for you to uh, uh, witness the reaction. I believe uh, I'm quite familiar with the strain of fungi, and I might be able to do something a little more effective than what you might buy in a store in, uh, say, San Cordero. Excellent. That's why, Anton, that's why I came to you. <laughs> well, you and I, educated men out here in the wilds, I understand. It's so nice to find someone who thinks alike. Indeed, sir, indeed. Oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot to offer you tea. Did you want any tea? No, thank you. All right, right, yes. Uh, and I appreciate the assist uh, with, with uh, like, like gestures to his hand. Can I, can I give you a tip for next time? Sure. I'm, listen, I'm no botanist. I don't know the ins and outs, but I imagine if you're already holding the prod before you stick your hand in the plant, it works better. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> well, all right well, i'll leave you to it all right exciting 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 uh, developments here in the lower levels very very overdue for sure my thoughts exactly you have a great day you as well and i check carefully for predatory vines <laughs> and leave <laughs> He seems to have placed them somewhere where they're not in the main thoroughfare of his apartment. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, um, Pax, you're running the saloon. Uh, Kinsey, uh, how did you do on your role? That was a, uh, a five success role. <laughs> But right. I did spend two grits of plate in the gallery. I thought it was necessary. Um, for certainly a... done it. 
This is for the you're making firearms right now, right? Yes, that's correct. Um, you got five successes. Yes. Uh, you actually need another one to fully complete it. Oh, like, do the, are firearms a class three item? Yeah. How dare that? Um, I'll spend more grid, sure. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll twist the knife on that one. Sure. All right, cool. Give me that grit. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. So, um, yeah, getting six hits, uh, you are able to work on that. Um, I think we did this before last time where we just kind of rolled it all into one roll. Um, I think so, yes. I, I forget, were you using Roland's Omni tool during this time to cut the time down, or...? I think the first time I was, but I don't think I still have possession of it. I mean, you made it clear what you were doing. Roland, would you have left? Yeah, I, I would have loaned it to you if you were going to build guns all day, for sure. Cool. Cool. Uh, so. so that means you will be done creating... Uh, you were making four guns, right? Yes. Uh, so you will be done creating... Uh, you'll basically be done every day and a half. You'll have you'll finish a gun. Um, so you'll be done creating all four uh, by the end of the week in six days time. And those are excellent quality. They will be excellent quality because you nailed it in one in one roll. Yeah, those are excellent quality light firearms. Uh, so yeah, you're making excellent progress using Roland's uh, uh, Omni tool. You're able to like really quickly start like you know uh, fabricating the parts you need, like the smaller parts. And like by the end of today, you almost have one completely done, and you've like got like an automated like you have the uh, Omni tool. Like you've like kind of like figured out some of the ways for it to like you know basically cut down and like smelt almost like smaller components. And it's doing that like on an automated process right now to like kind of like make further progress on the other guns. Oh, I love it. Uh, perfect. All right. Um, so that's what Kinsey's doing uh, basically all day today. Um, Roland, you return. Um, I mean, you don't. Have, it doesn't have to be everything you do. You don't have to do it the whole entire course of the day, Kinsey. But like throughout the day, you spend a decent amount of time doing that. You can take a break, is what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, there's a point, uh, Roland. Like you return. Uh, were you getting into anything immediately upon returning? Uh, not unless there's you know another high-ranking criminal waiting to do business. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> so, Roland, you return. Uh, you take a breath. Um, uh, Pax, you're there um, uh, cleaning behind the bar. Um, and Harry... Uh, How's my safe? Is my safe... <laughs> How is it? Uh, yeah. Go- did you roll machinery? I did. What did you roll? I got two hits. Okay. I mean, how crazy do you want the safe to be? Well, I, I, I don't want people to be able to, like smash it and i want it to lock (laughs) okay so you probably need to use two machinery cubes okay i have that um and you got how many successes two but i could twist the knife and i got a 10 which is like pretty good for me uh it's the best i could do i mean if you twist the knife you make a very good safe by the end of end of this uh if you want to spend more time on it you could if i use a tech cube can i make it like a like a like a number pad 
Um, yeah, yeah. If you want to throw a tech cube in there, yeah. All right. So it's it's two machinery cubes and a tech cube. Mm-hmm. Okay, we do. And then uh, you twist the knife to get three successes. Yeah. Uh, which is how much grit? Three grit. Two. Two grit. Sure. I need a way to. I need a way to get more grit. So this is perfect. Yeah. You should just build something every now and then, and just like buy some successes on it with your enormous <laughs> mountain of grit. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you have made a pretty good progress on your safe. You're about to finish it. And that's when, uh, Harry, um, kind of like taps you on the shoulder and gestures towards the door. Um, and the door is open and a small, like urchin child is like looking in she goes, um, can I take a minute? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and like, she steps outside, the door shuts. There's like, a not a very long amount of time. Uh, and then, uh, she comes back in. Mm-hmm. Uh, she looks a little more like businessy, right? Um, less casual. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she walks up to you and she goes, um, Mr. Bahawa would like to, to meet with you. With, with me? I mean, or uh, with 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 all of you sure um now now um this uh this afternoon probably uh and she like kind of like sits there for a second thinks and goes uh, an hour from now maybe yeah uh, he wants to meet at the scrapyard on the uh the east uh, near the eastern entrance um he says if you if you go back around you'll see there's a there's a gate It'll be open. You walk in there and somewhere in the scrapyard, like you just follow the path he said. Or at least the kid said he said. Sure. Okay. Great. Uh, would you just, would you mind watching this for a second? This, this, the, the bar. The bar. The bar? The bar. All right. Not that safe. I thought that was going to be another test for a second. No, it's not a test. <laughs> Uh, it's not a test. I, I mean, you've been working on it all afternoon, and I don't want to say anything because I don't, I don't want to draw attention. But I'm, I, I'm glad. <laughs> I yeah. don't want to have to go through another one of those weird, you know, it's all about the way you do things thing. Uh, no, that I mean that lesson is is done. If I was gonna, if I could make something, it would just be real hard. Okay. Um, that I can deal with. Yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. I'll be right back. Okay. Uh, and I will pop down into the, into the like secret room. Uh, Kinsey's down there making guns. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Kinsey, is this a good time? Uh, I'm just about done. I mean, sure. What's what's up? Okay. Uh, Salem Bahara just wants to see us in an hour. No big deal. Just so you know. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Maybe maybe wash your face. You've got smudges all over it. Okay. I'll Is finish Roland up whatever here? I'm doing, and I'll, uh, I'll pop up and wash my face. <laughs> and Roland's there. Yeah. Okay. Hey, we got urchin mail that um that that Salem Bar wants to see us. You know, I I don't personally approve 
of the child labor that is rampant in Tobias Station. But the urchin mail does seem to be quite fast and convenient. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, we There's like a, a place and all that jazz. So. Sure. Maybe there's like uh, a courier service to be made. Maybe we could employ them. Not like currently, uh, but like. Right. Yeah. Um, like, like. <laughs> Like newspaper boys. Um, so uh... they could stand at the corner with printed out LRCs, mm-hmm. and they could shout at people, <laughs> sing, dance. No, nah, that's nothing. Oh, that's not... <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'll tell them all the details about, um, like how to get in and where to go, and all the stuff that I got. Um, and I will just slip into the back room to talk to Leonard if he's still there? Um, yeah. Yeah, he is. Okay. Um, uh, he... He's got one more day of doomed, and then he's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he's convalescing in the, uh, uh, in the room. Um, he's reading a book, uh, and you walk in, he closes it, and he goes, hey. Hey. Is your book good? Uh, I mean, I, yes. I've read it before. I know how uh, it ends, but uh, it's nice. It's a good book. I didn't uh, think I'd be out here this long, so I didn't bring a library with me. Yeah, uh, I could probably find you another one. Probably. I bet Kinsey has a book. <laughs> At least one. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I like to read. I don't much like just sitting around. I know there's things going on. And I. I sorry, you didn't come here to talk about anything like that. How, do you need something? Oh, um, <laughs> I I kind of did come here to talk about something like that. Oh, he like kind of sits up, like winces a little bit as he like kind of like pushes up against the pillows and he goes, all right, well, then let's talk. Sure. So, uh, and then I kind of just tell him everything about like the Salem Bahara and Ephraim and like uh, S- Severina Acosta and like all of the stuff that's going on. Uh, and and I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what we're gonna do or how this is gonna work and or anything. And uh, and I I don't expect you to. You're not, like, beholden or anything. Um, but now Salem Bahara is now asked to meet us, and it's been, like, two days. And also, uh, you know, Roland did the thing where where he went and, like, told a person about it, about the whole Ephraim being dead thing. Do you want <laughs> some backup? Now- I, th- I think I can probably handle it, but I am 
worried. Well, hell, I'll, I can I can get my gun post up somewhere nearby, and we can work out some kind of signal. If things go awry, I can I can come in and make an opening for you. I mean, I know you can you can hold your own in a fight, but you know, protracted battle in a place you're not familiar that that ain't a way to go. You gotta you gotta keep moving. Yeah. So how about I I post up somewhere and. Uh, that way, if you need any backup, you just let me know. Okay. Are you sure? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm I'm almost back to back to hundred percent. Okay. Um. Would you Would you do me a favor? Of course. Would you? I I know that I keep on asking you to like. Not save me. But would you make sure that Kinsey and Roland get out? Sure. Yeah. I know that you like them a little less than. I, w- I mean, you. I like a lot of people less than you. <laughs> but but I think I can handle it. And I think that they maybe can't. I understand. You let them know I'll be nearby. Um, I'm not going to I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to tell anybody. Kinsey is terribly, a terrible liar. A terrible, terrible liar. Sure. All right. He would probably look directly at you. <laughs> uh, he like, asks for like the details on the meet, like where it's going to be. And I'll go, yeah. he's like, all right, I'll, I'll go ahead. Um, keep a low profile. Um, and, uh, well, I guess um, you got some kind of signal you might use. What do you think? Um, gunshot ain't clear enough. That could be anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, if, if you, if you can see us, I guess, then, then, then I can like, um, I, I can like fix my ear, my hair. Like I can like, you know, it's got like, it's always got this like bunchy thing right here and I could like fix it. Cause I don't usually do that. Uh, very out of character. I can try to get eyes on. It just might be. If you can't, I don't. I'm. I could whistle. I don't know. <laughs> All right, yeah. Let out a whistle. Sharp okay. whistle. He'll make okay. Kinsey do it. I'm sure he's good at it. Kinsey can whistle really well. That's true. I'll get him to do it. Yeah, every wrangler I know. <laughs> 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 yeah, tell him. Tell him. Give him the hair bunch uh, signal, and have, and then tell him that means he needs a whistle, and then I'll come in. Make an opening and y'all can book it. Okay. Okay. No, this is smart. This is good. And he, he seems like very eager to be doing anything. <laughs> okay. Great. And like he like gets out of the bed and like grabs his gun belt off of like uh off of like a hook and like starts putting it on. Just be safe. Of course. Okay. Yeah, all right, this is this isn't the first time. Sure. I'm just so high strung. I'm not usually so high strung. There's too much. There's too much at stake. Yeah, uh, well, I, I presume uh, you don't like sitting in one place for this long either. Uh, well, if it was the right place, I would be happy to stay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
and then he uh, uh, puts on his hat, gives you a little like a little grin and like tips his hat to you. And he goes, I'll be waiting. And he okay. leaves the bar. <laughs> okay, great. Um, cool. Is my is my safe done? Did I finish that? Yeah, at this point, you can go and put the finishing touches on it. Yeah. Cool. I would like to bolt it to the floor under the bar in, like, the corner. Like, like under, like, behind the bar, under the bar. Like, Got it, got it. I was like, under the floor of the bar? <laughs> no, 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 no. I would like to bolt it to the floor, like, under a, sh- yep. like, a low shelf, like, where you have, like, your well drinks or whatever. Yeah, like, I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're able to do that. Cool. And then um, I'm going to write a couple things on a piece of paper and fold it up. Put it in the safe. Spin the safe. Uh, and then back, open it back up. Put like five spurs in there. I close the safe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. Um, Roland and Kinsey, you getting into anything before the meet with Salem Bahara? Probably not. Probably not. Okay. I think I I just I make myself lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I think if I've got a spare moment, what would it cost for me to make a projectile weapon for myself? Um, like a light projectile or a medium projectile? Basically one hand or two hands? One hand. Yes. Um it's uh three machinery cubes. Uh, it's a class 2 item, so uh, with Roland's uh, Omni Tool, you, it would be um, about half a day's work. All right, all right. So I'll, I'll unless you flashback, no way for you to get that done before this meeting. But well, I mean, I do still have what seven grits. No, you can just have some of my thrown projectiles. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just have some. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take care of it later. Then I'll I'll just be working on the gun. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> so uh, the the hour grows late, and uh, it is time for the three of you to make your way towards the eastern um, entrance to Tobias Station on that side of the mesa where there is a scrapyard. Uh, and you can make your way around as instructed to the back where there is a gate that is ajar and you can make your way in um, the scrapyard is um, it's not just like piles of heat and heaps of metal. There are large, tall, like, uh, uh, you know, um, piles of scrap that do obstruct vision. But there's also plenty of cranes and also like some kind of operational like buildings around here. And it's not a large, like a massive scrapyard. It's not like acres and acres of like metal, but it is a decent, a decent amount uh, of space. Um, but from this back entrance, like the station is actually obstructed by several, like, you know, either structures, cranes, or um, uh, mounds of scrap uh, and like broken vehicles and stuff that have been stacked up for later use. Um, and you, you make your way into that area. Um, um I, I probably would have a, at least a short conversation on the way there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess, uh, we will have that conversation after we take a break. Um, so like you, you can see the scrapyard, like in the distance. Sure. You see it. it looms. You, 
it looms the like crane comes and like drops a bunch of metal into like a shredder that like completely crushes it and like screeches and is very ominous and uh and then we cut to commercial (laughs) (laughs) and we're back uh all right so uh, when we last left, uh, the three of you were approaching the scrapyard where you are supposed to meet with Salem Bahara. Roland, you wanted to have uh, some quick words with your compatriots. Now would be the time. Uh, yeah. So, what would you like me to tell him? Um, the truth, I guess. The hell? Okay. Truth. The truth about everything. I don't. I don't know. I don't feel like I'm not good at seeing all the angles, and I, I just, I just don't want to. I don't want to lie and punish someone who doesn't deserve it and i don't want to lie and get caught in the lie okay that's like i don't that's all i need i feel like i'm it's your show so you but it's it's not my show is the thing we're here to do a thing, and this is not to say like we're in this position because of you, because we're not. We're in this position largely because of me. But this is an endeavor we have undertaken because you wanted to change something. Which is why I'm asking what you would like me to tell him, because this is your show. This is the part where I have to be upfront, but you know, you're the director. I guess, like, you'll get a read on him, and I guess, I I guess do what keeps us on track. Okay. I guess. Uh, I, I hate to, like, point it out. Um, but, you know, we took a break in the middle of it. Pax, did you tell Kinsey about the signal thing? No, I was going to after this. <laughs> okay, cool. The other thing we took care of during the break, just so the viewers know, uh, is when, right when we went to break, we realized it was another day and Roland could roll rehearsal again, um, which is like a thing he does at the beginning of each day to give himself like kind of a current a social currency that he can use to... Uh, really manipulate roles in his favor. Um, how many successes did you get on your rehearsal today, Roland? I have achieved seven successes on Dear rehearsal today. God, <laughs> what? I came to play. <laughs> yeah, so he is uh, prepared for anything. <laughs> um, all right, cool. So you guys start approaching uh, the scrapyard. Uh, you circle around to the back. There is the the gate that is ajar. Uh, you the uh, the form of the mesa of Tobias Station is somewhat um, 
uh, eliminated from the looming stacks of scrap and um, cranes that um, kind of litter this area. Um, as we walk in, I'm just going to grab Kinsey by the arm real quick and mm. and just be like, if if I if I mess with my hair, whistle really loud like you're calling for Umbra. You've got it. Should I should I call Umbra too? No, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the people at the stable said that they were going to kick him out if he broke out again. So so don't do that. I forgot to share that. Sorry. That's fine. You know, just going into a meeting. That got it. Understood. <laughs> All right, Umber. Next time you break out, don't break a window. Uh, <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, so uh, you go walking in, um, uh, and you kind of lose sight of the gate just barely. Um, and there's all sorts of like automated, it looks like automated machinery going on right here. You don't actually see that many people operating the machinery around here. Um, there seemed to be like this, uh, um, like somewhere else in a different part of the scrapyard, a conveyor belt is being loaded with, um, scrap, uh, which is being brought to this area. And then it is, uh, going into a series of machines. Um, some of them that like stamp them and crush them into like smaller, like composites, um, some of them that are like uh, heating them really heavily. And it looks like the purpose here is like uh, basically like sheet metal is being made um, out of the scraps uh, as they are going through these various machines. Uh, they're being treated and uh, heated and stamped in order to make kind of a, a like wavy textured uh, uh, like scrap metal uh, that is like kind of like shooting out into a secondary conveyor belt that goes into one of the buildings. Um, and standing there kind of in the middle of that apparatus, uh, you see Salem Bahara and four large individuals, um, all smartly dressed, uh, and they are, um, uh, basically, uh, waiting for you. Um, and, uh, as you walk in, uh, Salem kind of gestures to one of them and one of them like grabs a lever and like shuts down the machinery and it gets a little bit like, you know, it was like kind of oppressively loud for a second. Uh, and it comes to a stop. And um, as you all walk up, uh, Salem, uh, like, starts removing, like, some gloves, like some uh, some white gloves that he's wearing. And he's, like, tucking them into, like, uh, his inner pocket. And he goes, Would one of you kindly place your hand on that machine over there? And he gestures uh, to uh, one of the, like, the final machine that, like, stamps down the metal and, like, puts it in that kind of corrugated thing uh, and then slides it off into another, into the other conveyor belt. The Kinsey walks over. Do you give him your bad hand, the one that's supposed to give me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you walk over and put your hand on the machine? Uh, so you put your hand in there. It's still hot from the metal that just like the heated metal that just got stamped there. Not so hot that it burns you, but like uncomfortably hot. Um, and, uh, you do that. And then one of the large men comes over and like puts a hand on your shoulder and then, uh, pulls out like, uh, basically like, uh, a C shaped piece of metal that like magnets down onto the thing, like clamping your hand there. So you can't remove it. Uh, and then he keeps his hand on your shoulder. He's not like squeezing really hard or anything like that, but he seems very strong. You think if you were to try to move, he would like enact his strength to try to hold you in place. 
Um, uh, but right now he's he's touching you very gently and politely. <laughs> um, um, and uh, Salem nods and goes, I apologize for the manner of my questioning, but it appears that the three of you do not appreciate subtlety. I understand you had quite a day in the upper crust. I would love to know why in the same day, just after I employed you, you met with both Gray Foster and Severina Acosta. Please, enlighten me as to your strategy. When you hired us, you said you needed people who were willing to make waves and put <clears throat> their own safety on the line uh, without, without tying it back to you. Now, unless you think that Ephraim's murder was done by a random passerby in Tobias Station, I thought the most likely suspects were members of the other families that operate here. Yes, and I do recall telling you to act in a way that did not draw attention. And you said yet... that didn't draw attention to you. I have made myself quite a big target. And I have not once mentioned your name. <laughs> Our friend, I point to Kinsey, getting kidnapped by the Gartees made an excellent cover for that. Yes, quite the distraction. I had thought for a moment that perhaps the distraction was meant for me. Look at his hand. He's still missing the finger. Can't really raise it, but you see it. <laughs> <laughs> And how exactly is it that moments after I meet with you, you are able to waltz directly into Grey Foster's personal suite? You have dealings with the Gatees, you have dealings with the Fosters, now you have dealings with the Acostas. Surely you can understand my discomfort with the situation. I can understand your discomfort. What I don't understand is why you haven't asked what I've learned. Uh, let's go ahead and do a manipulate here. As you are trying to kind of soothe him over and be like, I'm still working for you type thing. Sure. Oh, God. Do I think at another point today, I'm gonna have to <laughs> save life and limb of my compatriots. <laughs> I will, I will hedge my bets a little bit. I will use four, four of your four seven. Of, <laughs> yeah. Four of my rehearsals. So he's at a minus eight for this role. Cool. <laughs> uh, I assume I am dressed to impress. Uh, yes. I mean, I showed up appropriate. You're you're wearing with you're wearing the appropriate we like wear for a meeting with a member of the family. You're not like schlubbing it. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh. Aha! My dice exploded. That's right. My six <laughs> that you're up against. Um, God, I would love to hold on to this card, but uh, I will spend two grit to play to the gallery. Because um, otherwise, this is not a very good roll. Um, so now I can count this 15, which then explodes. Nice. Okay. Um, I have I have two net hits over six. Okay. Uh, he regards you for a moment and then says, By strutting around like a roperite, you've painted a target on your back, and whatever ire you bring down can now splash onto me. You got away with it for one day, but such risky gambits are not sustainable. However, if you learn something, I of course would love to hear. First, the Sheffields had nothing to do with it. He nods. Morales certainly had something to do with it. He grits his teeth at that. And though I don't have hard proof, you wouldn't have hired us if you didn't believe that I was capable of making this judgment. I'm quite confident that Severino Costa did as well. Well... As much as I'd love to trust your judgment, Roland, I would require proof in some form. Well, that's what we had been planning to do today. He it's like, going to be hard if he's down a hand. He gives you like the smallest smile. And then like just with like the glance of an eye and the raise of an eyebrow, um, the guy who's holding Kinsey in place... Uh, like pats him again on the shoulder, like comfortingly, and then like pulls, like presses the button on the on the like clamp that comes off, and he goes, "You're right." Quite well, thank you, my friend. All right. And he uh, he steps out of the way so you can rejoin the other two. Well. I don't mean to micromanage, but could you even hint at what it is you plan to do? Your previous strategy caught me off guard. Perhaps if I understand your thinking before I hear rumors of you marching brigands through the upper crust, then I will be much more understanding of how you get your results. Well, Morales is certainly the weak link in that chain. From my brief conversation with Severina, I can't imagine she would keep records of any kind of such a thing. 
But Morales strikes me as a person that, in a misguided attempt to have leverage one day, would keep proof. And so, that's sort of our next avenue. And Severino, what makes you suspect her? I hope I didn't inform your decision with my own half-hearted suspicions. No, not at all. Um, the method by which I gained said meeting uh, was that I, I implied that someone was trying to frame her for the murder. And as it turns out, Her reaction is not that of someone who is surprised to find out that Ephraim's body was in Tobias Station, nor that someone might conceivably follow it back to her. Yet she knows the body has been found then. I took great pains to prevent that information from spreading. This is disappointing. It also does explain why she is so eager to spend time with me. No doubt in order to make sure if you ever try to meet with me again in the open, she's there. I don't know why I would ever try and meet with you in the open. <laughs> well, I shall have to make sure that her people are not currently watching us. She is dangerous, Roland. A good friend of mine, to be sure. But dangerous nonetheless. I'm not still alive because I assume that people I stand in rooms with are not dangerous. So, you discover whatever evidence Morales may have we move from there. Harry knows how to find me. When you have something, send her to me. Of course. Should I become impatient, I imagine you will be willing to meet at my discretion. Of course. You hired us. Payment unseen. Yes, I recall. Well. Apologies, he says directly to Kinsey. No, 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 of course. Uh, it's not the first time I've been in such a situation. <laughs> what colorful lives drifters lead. Well then. If you have nothing else to report, my curiosity has been sated for now. I appreciate you taking the time. I just nod. He, like, nods to you, and then one of his guys comes over and, like, brings, like, an overcoat that he puts on, and then he takes, like, a, a his, like, bowler cap and, like, puts it on his head and then says... Till next time. And he puts back on his gloves and then leaves the scrapyard.
You alright, Kinsey? Dude, dude, just just fine. This is the problem. This is the problem that I keep running into. It's that they ask for things and then you you give them those things and they say no i don't want that thing and you say but this is what you asked for and they say well i didn't know what i wanted when i asked for it and you <laughs> say, i don't know how you can expect that to be my problem and they say i have a gun it is your problem <laughs> the family <laughs> <laughs> Does somehow keep happening to us specifically. <laughs> so, how do we go about finding uh, this evidence for Mr. Bahara? Um, there's a couple ways. I imagine Pax could probably break into her office and root around in there. I don't think she wants to speak to me again, but maybe. <laughs> Um, probably the, probably the break in and root around thing is, is going to be easier. Well, I, Certainly uh, quicker. I can provide... Everyone wants things right away. This is the problem. I can provide I... cover, if nothing else. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think our best bet is to just keep, keep spinning all of the plates that we're spinning and add another plate and just keep adding plates and hope that when they crash we're somewhere else uh pax can you roll either determination or endure for me um unopposed i'll go ahead and actually i'll give you a plus two as well uh do you mean discipline Yes, what did I say? Determination. Oh, yeah. Discipline. Discipline or endure. Oh, no. (laughs) It's it's unopposed, though? Unopposed plus two. Okay. Uh, I am going to roll. Oh, man. Frick. Both of these are such bad options. Um, I am going to roll uh, discipline because I could potentially roll higher. Maybe I don't know the odds. <laughs> I feel like I'm about to get punched. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's even. <laughs> so you have a re-roll. No successes. No successes. Uh, Kinsey, you see, you see, Pax push her hair behind her ear as she's like absentmindedly. She pushes her hair behind her ear and kind of like <laughs> and kind of flips her braid off of her shoulder. Uh, sh- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then, like a moment later, like uh, through like an avenue of like wreckage, uh, Marshall Yen comes running Kinsey, up. No. Uh, like hand holding his hat in place, he runs up like gun a uh, gun out, and he's like, "This way, this way." What is? Hey, hey. And then he like he sees like Kinsey has his guns out, Marshall Yen has his guns out, and he like goes like, "Hey, uh, 
And he like puts his hands up and then like holsters his gun. He goes, everything all right? I, yeah. I, I could have swore I heard. What is happening? He did. Uh, I mean, she told me to, so. I figured that once the situation was over, you wouldn't. No, but you, you told me. I didn't know if there was like someone like a sharpshooter or something. I, I do have to like, I don't know what, what you're talking about. What am I supposed to do? You what do you, you, what do you mean hair? what are you supposed to do? Of course, what? Okay. <laughs> I am. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> Marshall Yan just kind of stands there awkwardly. Um, sorry. No, I'm I'm sorry. Oh, I've... <laughs> and, then, and then Pax just leaves. Marshall Yan is standing there with Kinsey and Roland. She thought maybe y'all could use backup. So that's what the whistle's for. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, that was that was um, we were trying to figure out a way to to uh let me hear a signal, um, since I might not have been able to watch the meet. So, so I thought idea. she would have maybe told y'all the whole thing. She just said that she thought that maybe you know things might go sideways, and and figured you got me as a unknown entity. I never thought I'd say this, but uh, very glad you had our backs, Leonard. <laughs> yeah, well, never thought I'd have them, honestly. Uh, but uh, what you guys are trying to do here, it's it's good. And, uh, I mean, it ain't legal. And uh, it ain't something I should be dealing with, but, well, y'all proved to me that... Uh, Maybe the letter of the law can be bent from time to time. So you know about the about the thing about what we're doing here, right? Yeah, there's a captain. She's um, basically uh, manipulating children at a young age to be loyal to her, and then she either um, sells them into service to the family or makes them her personal uh, squad of corrupt security, uh, from what I understand. I mean, Pax was speaking pretty quick, but she gave me the cliff notes. I guess I'm glad you're on our side. Yeah, for as long as I can be. Um, I mean, Alana said we'll start asking where I'm at at some point, but, uh, you know, no one around here knows me, so I can stick around a while. You want to go back to the saloon? Or whatever. I, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to the saloon, I think, <laughs> is uh, what I'm really getting at here. Um, oh, yes. No, I'll, I'll go with you. Roland, are you... Uh... Um, I'm going to take a walk. All right. Don't get uh. Just be safe. I'm much harder to kidnap than him. <laughs> As you like are walking with him, Kinsey goes, "I don't think that's true." <laughs> <laughs> 
how did she get you? And he like asks for like <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> for the story as you're walking back to Umbra's. Well, there I was sitting all by myself. <laughs> uh, Roland, where do you head to? Also, Pax, um, think about where you head to. <laughs> uh, I want to go to uh, an LRC tower. Okay. That's easy enough. There's actually one on the eastern entrance as well, so you're able to, uh, short order, be able to walk to one. Um, did anyone ever respond to uh, my message to the Riveteers vis-a-vis Kinsey is kidnapped, come help? Uh, there was... Kinsey reached out to them, I thought, and got a response. Well, no, I, I know that he... Oh, I didn't know if he ever got a response. I know that he reached out and told them that actually he is not kidnapped anymore. They don't need to come in guns blazing. Yeah. I, I was supposed to tell you how angry my mother was with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was it. I was like, I'm pretty sure Kinsey got a response. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm remembering this now. Yeah, Kinsey, Kinsey got a response, which was basically like... We'd love to like we'd love to see the bar also tell Roland that I'm gonna like beat him up if he ever does that again or something along those lines. <laughs> um, yeah, then I, I go to an LRC tower, I just like check the news or whatever. I don't actually really care what's there. Um Yeah. Is there there's, so I know that is like a like a makeshift jackalope racetrack or like a horse track at the stables mm-hmm. there's no chance there's a place inside to buy a station to just drive very fast in more or less a circle right no not really okay yeah no um i i get the kingslayer and i'm i'm just gonna do like probably three or four laps around to buy a station as fast as i can sure yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you're able to, you know, check it out. You guys basically, you secured, you know, free stay at the stable. So they they get it up for you. They've been taking care of it, cleaning it, you know, um, uh, keeping it oiled. And you're able to just tear off from Tobias Station and just start, uh, like, you get a decent distance away. And then you just kick up a massive cloud as you just, uh, like, white knuckle, full throttle, like, just fly through the open badlands um, uh, to um, uh, get get just a little bit of that energy out of your system. Um, I don't think I don't think it requires a test because I don't think you're so shaken that you're gonna like crash into something. You're not gonna push too far. So <laughs> so, but you are able to like to just do that for as long as you need. Um, Pax, where did you get off to? I have a job to do. Oh God, you can just right now. All right. <laughs> what do you do? Well, first of all, I'm very embarrassed, so I I need to get to work. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So, uh, um, I didn't bring my whole arsenal to this meet, so it's I just have the the knives at the moment. The knife stick stick knives. Your melee weapons. Yeah, my bladed tompas. Um, and uh, um, and so I, you know, like, and then I put on my stealthy armor, um, and my uh, um, mag belt, uh, and I will. 
sneak, uh, uh, like try to stay, trying to stay as much as in the like low light and the shadows of the like you know because they're like halogen bulbs and stuff, right? But like uh, of the sort of like the walls and potentially ceiling and underneath walkways of the of the like main level uh, by the sheriff's office. Mm-hmm. So that's I gotta get close without being seen. I'd like to do that. Sure. Yeah. Um. Let's go ahead and have you roll sneak. Sure. Um. So I do have. Um. I do have. Uh, I can move at full speed, and they they're at are a minus at two net to minus hear you. Two to hear me. Yep. Cool. I rolled bad. Well, hopefully <laughs> I don't. I rolled pretty bad. <laughs> um, so you're up against a five. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so my. Light armor is stealthy. Um, so does that give me a plus one? Uh, your stealthy gives you a plus one to uh, sneak. And then if it's also fitted, that's an additional plus one. Cool. That's what I thought. I just, for some reason, it's not written. Yeah. Fitted yeah. gives you a bonus to both defense tests and sneaking. And then yeah. uh, stealthy just makes you get a bonus to sneak as well. Okay. Uh, I have a high of 15. Okay. Uh, how many net successes over a five? Four. Cool. Uh, you're able to deftly dodge every security patrol in this area and stealthily make your way over. And you know what? Because I rolled a misfire, uh, no one's in the office. Really? Yeah. It's complete. She's somewhere else right now. Can I... She's somewhere else, and if there's someone wa- who's supposed to be watching her right now, they're not there. Can I go through a window? How many su- net successes did she get? Four. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Fortune would have it that uh, the uh, captain's quarters seem completely unguarded at this particular moment of the day. Um, There's a decent amount of security, as always. Um, So you don't think like you're walking into a trap or anything like that. Um, But you do notice that like like as you're approaching, like someone who is like watching, like checks their like pocket watch, looks around and then leaves. And there's not someone to take their place. Uh, and then you sneak up and you see, uh, like you can easily with your, uh, like, um, uh, auto picker, uh, quickly, like just like swipe underneath, like one of the front windows and slide it up. And like, you have a moment where there's like no one in this thoroughfare who's like kind of watching and you just duck in and then slide it down. Cause like, there's only front facing windows on the office cause it's like built into the body of the station. Right. Sure. Um, but 
like at that moment you just you just like 100% right place right time were able to get in okay yeah and so you're in the office um it does have as described before um basically a couch with an LRC terminal next to it um and then a, a desk with a cabinet behind it and then there's a door that leads into like deeper into the into the uh the offices Um, I want to look under the couch. I want to look under the cushions of the couch. Okay. What are you searching for? Is it, is it just like springs or, um, one, if it's a storage spot two, if it's not a storage spot, is there enough room to hide in there? Oh, um, so it's not a storage spot. There's nothing like hidden inside the couch that you can tell. Um, okay. If you want to take out a knife and like cut into it and um, get in there. Yeah. Yeah. You can probably pull that off. You're you're not like, ex- you know, excessively tall like Kinsey or Roland. <laughs> OK. Um, cool. So I will um, make that incision mm-hmm. um, and I'll have the cushions like uh like uh, like the cushion like up so i can like scooch into it like a sleeping bag sure Uh, so it's just the one cushion that i have to push back um but i don't want to get in yet um did she leave like a tag did she leave her did she leave her browser open the um, LRC is her LRC tag is not just sitting in the LRC. No, <laughs> I don't know how sheriff's offices work. Um, does she? Are there like locked drawers in the desk? Like, uh, am I looking? Is it like a? Yeah, the top um, layer of drawers is unlocked, um, and then the two drawers on the left are locked. Uh, and there's one kind of like deeper, like large drawer on the right that is also locked. So there's three drawers on the right. Two on the sorry, three three drawers on the left, two on the right. The top drawers are both unlocked, and they have what look like basic like office supplies, like paper, uh, sure. uh, so on. Uh, you do see a set of keys there, um, and then um, the two drawers on the left below the first one are locked, and then there is one drawer on the right that is uh, deeper. It's like a it's like a double or triple de- depth drawer. Can I make a pressing of the key with my auto picker? You can certainly attempt to do so. Oh no, that sounds bad. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, use a machinery cube. Okay, I I don't have any, so I I can't. Yeah, if you had a machinery cube, I, I spent it on the safe. I think if you had a machinery cube, I would let you use your, uh, I'd let you roll skullduggery to kind okay. of, uh, to, to like make a copy of that key using your auto picker. Okay. I think no that worries. is an extremely creative use of auto picker. And unfortunately you just don't have the cube, I guess. Duly noted, always carry a cube, uh, to create a pressing. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, so then... I don't think she would keep it in a file because potentially someone else would have to go in there for something else. So I want to check the flat drawers. 
the locked flat drawers. The the ones on the left side, the two yeah. that are on the left. All right. So it is going to be a skullduggery roll. Uh, you are going to be at a minus four for this. Okay. So that is then I have safe cracker. Does that apply to this? A drawer is like a door that's tiny. If you think of that, it, it just it just means you can reroll twenties. Yeah, it just means that it just means that twenties don't lock uh, lock you in. Is yeah. uh, is that what Safecracker does? Or is that just isn't Safecracker just Skullduggery to unlock things? It's not specifically safes. Is basically the point I'm getting at. Yeah. Okay, I also have Doorman. I don't know. I don't yeah. remember off the top of my head what those talents do, but they probably apply. I don't. Okay, great. <laughs> Safecracker lets you ignore natural 20s on a lockpicking test. Doorman gives you plus one reliability. Yeah, so Safecracker lets you for sure do it. Okay. I think Doorman also applies. Okay. Cool. Uh, so I am going to... Minus, oh, I'm one off. I, I'm gonna... I did it! <laughs> I didn't immediately give you an explosion. Uh, I'm gonna play to the gallery. Okay. And, and count these 12s. Give me that grit. Yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna roll two more dice, because I did explode twice. Now. Ugh, jail. Um, so I have five successes. All right. So you are, I mean, you pop open. We'll say that's both both of those drawers on the left side easily. Okay. Um, you're able to work on them. It's very short amount of time, like no time at all. You don't waste any time. You just a couple clicks of your auto picker, the first one goes, and then a couple clicks of your auto picker, the second one goes. Um, uh, and you, what is it you're looking for as you open those up? Um, so... I, I guess it's like her her like personal files um, or like a manila folder that says like Roland Hollis or something on it. Sure, sure. Um, but like but also like more or, you know, like if there's a big black stamp blackmail, um, I'd also like that. Um, but probably probably something like a little bit more innocuous, like, um, like a receipt or something. So uh, one of the drawers has uh, some papers in it, and one thing that draws your eye is a booklet that seems to be sort of like a like a almost like a planner, like it's like a it's a you know series of like uh, notes. It's a it's a calendar basically uh, where she's written notes on certain days um, to try to be like you know uh, you know ch you know check with the stables you know um, uh, you know so and so's uh, you know missing horse you know stuff like that right where it's like you know reach out to fort dearborn things like that like little notes to herself uh written in shorthand for herself to just sort of like remember things throughout um throughout like what where she, is she now uh right now uh it says town hall okay um and and what about like a couple of months ago is does it say like is it like suspicious midnight 
rendezvous with secret informant E. It doesn't say anything <laughs> like that. Um, you do see uh, there is uh, around that because you have a pretty decent timeline on when Ephraim died. Um, you do see there is um, uh, a part around that time where she says uh, meeting with Severina. Um, it's around that time. There's several moments throughout this entire planner where it says meeting with Severina. There's also like, you know, like meeting with Bahara meeting with, you know, this person, like those are all over the place. Like there's plenty of people that she like has meetings with throughout the course of her business here. Um, it was just, there is one around that time. Um, you also, uh, see a little bit later there's, um, uh, like uh, a little bit after when you know that Gunter Finnegan died in the bar that is now Umbra's um, there is meeting with Severina and then it's crossed out like uh, like you know scratched out interesting oh interesting <gasps> Okay, sorry. Uh, okay, so I will put that back the way I found it. Sure. I will probably have you roll either a, probably a skullduggery at the end of this to have put things back in the right way. Okay. And then what's in the, what's in the other drawer? Well, what's in – what do I find in these drawers of note other than this journal? Yeah, um, not a whole lot else. Um, there's – uh, random LRC clippings that don't seem to have any significance to anything that you're familiar with. Um, some of them are just like bounty notices and some of them are, um, like Fort Dearborn militia movements and decrees from like the governor of Fort Dearborn, uh, since Tobias station lays in that territory, just like, you know, different like laws and stuff that like might need to be pertained to. There's also a, uh, a ledger of, um, of basically, uh, various things. You don't know if it's a comprehensive ledger. This seems to be p potentially like her general ledger. If there, it doesn't seem to cover like any personal expenses or anything like that, but you do like flipping through that. You see like the, uh, uh, the like her tracking the amount of uh, spurs she paid Roland and Kinsey when they brought in um, the oh, sure. um, the Dunning Creek gang and then like a little bit later like expenses for her to have like shipped the bodies to uh, Las Brasas to be like processed by a sheriff mm -hmm. like but nothing nothing in there seems incredibly incriminating it seems like general like basic um, and recent um, it's not like it, it doesn't go back like, you know, a really long time, uh, basic and recent, like, um, budgeting for the sheriff's uh, office of official expenditures. Okay. So I think, um, and they, they don't have like a false bottom or anything cool like that. Right. There's no, like, doesn't seem like it. Okay. Oh, I struck out. Okay, um, so then I will try the other drawer. Sure. This one is a minus eight. Ooh. Woof. That's very lot of minus. <laughs> okay. It is unopposed. 
Yeah, it's true. Uh, okay, so I have a 13 plus 2 minus 8 is a 7. And I have a reroll. Okay. Uh, okay, I have three hits. Okay, um, this one. Your auto picker should get you another reroll depending on its quality, and then <laughs> uh, the first lockpick talent gets you another reliability. I don't know oh. if that matters. Uh, yeah, it does. Yeah, if it's an excellent quality auto picker, you get a reliability, and what? and then yeah, you're I do talent. have four hits now. Cool. Having played a lockpicky boy, you can get a lot of rerolls. <laughs> so it only takes you just slightly longer than the other one, which is not to say not a lot of time. Um, uh, just like five clips, clicks from your auto picker, and then it opens. Uh, you slide it open. There is a uh, very nice bottle of whiskey in there. It looks like, um, and um, you also see. Um, uh, a rolled up piece of paper and I assume you grab it and look at it yeah. uh, it seems to be a map of Tobias Station it's several papers actually because it's all the different tiers uh, and um, there's areas that are circled and dated um, and then X'd out it's like areas of the station that have a circle around them and then an X and it has a date and then a circle around them and an X and it has a date and a significant amount of the station has these circles and X's around them. Um, the dates don't go further back than roughly the time that Ephraim died. Like, the earliest date is around the time that you suspect Ephraim died. Okay. Oh, like she was looking for something? Are there any spots that don't have a circle? Yeah, I, I mean... remember those? There's plenty of spots. Like, it is... There's, like... A lot of these er of areas in the station do have circles, but an almost equivalent amount of areas in the station don't have like circles and X's over them. So, okay. like, the answer is like sort of yes. You can. It's like regions within the station. Okay. Also, the most recent date is a little while ago, like maybe a month or two ago. Okay, where's that one? Um, that one is uh, in the main level, um, not in not too far from Shirley Charlotte's shop, um, on that same kind of like catwalk, but all the way on the other end of the like trading bazaar. Um, okay. There's like uh, an area that is, it looks like it's just like a maintenance uh, access point that connects um, to uh, like an electrical conduit um, and that area has been crossed off. Okay. Um, um, yeah. Okay. I guess I'll just uh, put everything back. Yeah. 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 Is there anywhere else in this 
like can I like search under like the desk and like the like the underneath parts if there's like a taped envelope or like under the computer like <laughs> or in the ceiling tile is there anywhere else I can look you don't see anything here in this desk um uh, anything else here in this desk are the keys labeled uh no Shoot, shoot, shoot. <laughs> um, How much more breaking and entering do you want to do? <laughs> well, there's not really anything else to break in and enter in in here. I mean, there's a door right over there. Okay. <laughs> that door's locked. <laughs> I will open that door. All right. You're at a minus three. I got four successes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Again, you make quick work of that door, move through. You enter um, kind of a – it's it, – it almost like strikes the like cord of like a break room. It has like a small table with some, with some seats. It has um, a cabinet. You see a coffee maker there, uh, but attached – like it's kind of like a rectangular long room and attached like right to that area is several holding cells, um, uh, six of them to be exact. Um, and then there is another door um, that moves on. Uh, there's no one in the holding cells right now. God, do I grab the keys? But what if she notices they're not gone? Or they're gone? I... I locked the door behind me. Okay. Actually, I said there was a door. It's not a door. It's an archway. It's open on the other uh, in another part of this. Uh, and it's a staircase that goes partway up. And then there's a, a small landing. And then it turns the other way and continues going up. So there's a, basically oh, a second floor. House. Um, yeah. Yes, I go that way. I, I sneak that way. <laughs> cool. There's a door at the top of those stairs. Uh -huh. It is locked. Okay, I open it. Okay. This one's at a minus three. Uh, I got four successes. <laughs> All right. You're fine. <laughs> um, you do open it up, and it does appear to be an apartment. Uh, with a handful of rooms in it. It takes up the whole upper part of the sheriff's office. Um, and you are in basically the landing area that is like a central hallway that connects to uh, a room that has some windows that does seem to like kind of have the light of the station coming through it. Uh, and there's a couple door, a couple like uh, open doorways on either side of you on that hallway. Uh, at that point, I'm going to cut to Kinsey because uh, you were going back to the saloon with Marshall Yen. Sure. Uh, you're able to get there. No problem. You finish telling your story to Marshall Yen. Uh, he seems a little skeptical about a couple details, uh, but isn't going to press you on it. Uh, and when you walk in, his face gets just a little stony. And you see what he's looking at is Roxy parked there with a table set up 
and you happen to be walking in just as she is handing a uh, um, a capsule to somebody uh, that has like this like kind of faint pinkish, almost yellowish uh, glow to it. As she slides it over, uh, that guy takes it, sees you. He's like really unhealthy looking, pretty scrawny, uh, and he rushes past you. And she goes, "Hey, I thought as uh, as per. Oh, you know what? You weren't there. Glad to hear that you're okay. Uh, yeah. Um, Roland and uh, 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 Jane. They um, they said I could park up shop here uh, as payment uh, for uh, assisting with uh, getting you all back safe or whatever. So uh, yeah, get used to it." I like it. This place is nice. I'm sorry, Roland and Jane said that you could just set up shop inside the bar? Yeah, it was part of our arrangement. And you look over and uh, Harry, um, looking a little beleaguered, is behind the bar. And um, I don't know if you know their names, uh, but there's um, the, the audience would know that yeah. Marv, Earl, Bender, and Lena... Um, are all sitting at the bar, um, and, uh, they are drinking drinks and being rowdy, uh, and, uh, basically, like, Harry is, like, serving them, and then, like, she, like, steps out to the side and, like, kind of, like, gestures for you to come over to her nearby the, uh, nearby the death tree, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, right. uh, and, and she's like, hey, I'm sorry, I didn't know, she said that, uh, she made a deal with Roland and Pax, she said, uh, Pax gave us some gun, uh, or got some gun from her, and then like part of the arrangement was that she could set up shop here for like a month. I I, I don't know. I didn't hear anything about this, but I you know I figured uh, like it was better to let her like set up, and then uh, like rolling packs. Like if they if she shows up, if Pax shows up, and this ain't you know you know legit, then Pax can take them. I think. I mean, I've been giving them like hard drinks, you know. So there, she should be pretty easy to throw out. <laughs> I appreciate the assistance for sure. Uh, I don't know anything about this. Uh, doesn't really seem like the type of thing that Pax would approve of. Uh, Marshall Yen storms into the back room. Did like slams just... the door shut. Uh, just let them do whatever they want. Get them a round of shots on the house. I'll go check on check on the marshal. Uh. <laughs> one thing you notice as Harry goes back and is like, uh, round on the house. And everyone's like, ah, you notice one thing that is important. Um, Eli is not here. Eli is not here. No, that's strange. <laughs> uh, and there's only one other customer and he's like sitting in the corner and he doesn't look entirely comfortable with the situation. Make sure he gets one as well. I would say Harry. Not follow uh, Marshall Yen. Uh, he's sitting back there. He has his hands resting on the table as you walk in. He goes, "What do you want to do about that?" About them? I mean, I mean, I don't want to go against Pax, but it does seem pretty strange. Do you know them? What do you mean you don't want to go against Pax? I I don't know if you saw, um, but uh, the that thing that she handed off to that half-dead fella when we walked no, I in. I know what it was. Yeah. That's not good stuff. No. I mean, we've been we've been dealing with it spreading into Alonistead 
for the past couple years and it's it's been hell it tears people's lives apart it's not good stuff i mean i knew like lower levels is is rough or whatever but uh, I, I mean we should we should drive these people off into some other corner down here right i mean you guys run a respectable business what do you mean you don't That's, want to go against packs i you know i have muscled my way into deal after deal and have found myself unwelcome and i i don't want to do it again but uh i don't want this here any more than anybody else would fine you know what marshall if you want to help just don't don't hurt anybody and just give me a chance to talk to pax first all right after after we've gotten them cleared out So what you're saying? We we take them out now, we we run them out, or are you saying you want to talk to Pax first? I don't know when Pax will be back. I I think she's going to do her job right now. Uh, just let me hold on. Let me let me ask, let me ask Roxy what 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 the terms of the deal were exactly, and then just keep an eye on me, and I'll I'll give you the old you know the old signal if I need your assistance. <laughs> sure, I I'll just. I'll be with an eye shot. You don't have to whistle. Fair enough. Uh, and uh, so you two walk out and he like kind of leans unknowingly against the death tree, like window fogged window. <laughs> and there is like a moment, like a- as you're approaching, he's like leaning there and there's a thump against the window. And he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes and like leans against the bar instead. <laughs> Roxy, what? Would- Sorry to interrupt. Uh, pardon me. What what exactly were the uh, the terms of this deal you made with Pat? Uh, deal was I get to run my business here in your business. I mean, you guys got a nice gig down here. I mean, you got people coming from all over the lower levels. This is a good spot for me to set up. It 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 is a nice spot, isn't it? And the the intention is to you know keep it that way. Uh, in terms of respectability and and niceness, uh, I I find it very unlikely that Pax agreed for you to to be dealing with the the deals that you're dealing with now. Uh well, I don't know. Pax, uh, she seemed to be pretty savvy to what I offered. I mean, when I first met her, I thought maybe she was uh, someone who had a taste for stardust, but. Uh... Turns out uh, she's a little too straight for for something like that. But, you know, I got plenty of customers, and uh, I feel like I might get some more set up here. So, I mean, look, you got a deal? You take it up with Pax. I know what she told me. She said I could set up shop. I got it here. I'm not doing anything I wouldn't do in any of the other saloons that pay me to be there. Sure, it's just strange that Pax didn't mention this deal to me. Uh, as an equal partner in this bar. So is, would it be possible, just perhaps, for you to start your month tomorrow rather than today so that I can get a chance to just to discuss it with my father? You can absolutely roll manipulate. <laughs> it's not, not a great idea, but I'll do it. <laughs> I did raise it from two to three, so at least there's that. Wait, your personality? Because you can't have raised your your skill up that low. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
my first snap. Okay, <laughs> it's like, hold on. <laughs> Four is the minimum in his skill. Uh, all right, I actually rolled exceptionally bad for Roxy. I only got a six. Let's see how that goes. Of course, I could spend some grit, and I could have a very good roll. <laughs> well, I've got a high of three, so I don't see that going. <laughs> yeah, uh, so she goes, uh, Look, I have a little bit of time. Right now's uh, my slow time of the day. You know, sun's right out there. No one wants to be up at this time. Uh, so how about I take a break? I go have some drinks on the house. Just relax for a minute. And uh, I don't try to make any new customers. And I tell anyone who comes by to come back later tonight. It gives you a few hours to, to talk to Pax, sort things out. And that way we don't have any sort of disagreement. And we don't have any trouble. Sound good? We wouldn't want any trouble, Roxy, certainly. No. And you, like, realize that, like, some of the people who are sitting at the bar have stopped, like, carousing and chatting and, like, laughing. They're watching this scene. Mm -hmm. And she goes, no. No, we wouldn't. This is a nice, swanky place you got. Better than any place that's ever housed us. We want to keep this place nice and clean for you. So I'll go have a drink, and you can talk to Pax and sort everything out. She'll tell you how it is. And she stands up and gives you a, a overly friendly clap on the shoulder um, and uh, says, all right. And then comes over and goes, I'm on break. Harry, another round. And I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go over to Marshall again, and I'll say, she's on break. Look, I get, I get it. Sometimes you gotta stomach unsavory people. Um, I guess, you know what? You'll talk to Pax. I'll talk to Pax too. I'll just be in the back. Yes, yeah, so I'll I'll keep an eye on. Make sure she uh she sticks to what she says she's doing. All right. If you need anything this time, do whistle. <laughs> we'll do. Um, is it too early for me to be back from my? lap around not at all i would i desperately want to be in this scene now <laughs> you you arrive <laughs> great uh, you see roland marv earl bender i said roland roxy marv earl bender and lena uh all uh up at the bar um roxy's table is kind of shoved over to the side uh, and they are uh, drinking and laughing and carousing, and you see uh, somewhat disconcerted Kinsey uh, watching over them. Ah, I see. Uh, Marv turns and goes, "Boss man, <laughs> hey, hey, glad to see uh, you were able to." Uh, Deal with whatever uh, Morales had to talk to you about. Yeah, I can't help but notice none of you showed up after I left. I recall hiring you for the day. Well, we're here now. What do you need? Hmm. You are here now. That's the thing that I've noticed most. <laughs> Roxy uh, uh, goes, well, I mean, you were there. Uh, 
Pac said I could set up shop. Where yes, I that go... was contingent upon you delivering on something, Roxy. It was the gun, wouldn't it? Uh, it was sort of contingent on the whole job, really, Roxy. And as the person who paid you those spurs, spurs which you still have, presumably, I'm quite disappointed with how your performance in particular turned out. What did you want us to do? Take on the whole security force? Leo Riggs? I sort of expected you to be there when I left, rather than taking my money and running away. We figured we'd find you here. And look, here you are. Everything's fine. That was three days ago, Roxy. Yeah, I heard you made it back all right. I figured you'd come and tell me. I don't know. I don't know how, how you guys do. You're trying to be all subtle. And hey, you're not Roxy, subtle. shut the fuck up. And everyone, like, kind of, like, straightens up a little bit. And you see Bender, like, drop a hand down to his uh, gun belt. Bender, if you reach for that gun, I swear to God, you will regret it more than anything you have ever regretted in your life. <laughs> uh, yeah, roll an intimidate test for me. <laughs> Can I assist with that intimidate? Right? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> I love it. I love throwing weak people at you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> a plus two for you, Roland. Great. Uh, you are up against an eight. Okay, well. See, the thing is, Tommy, is that I don't roll a lot of dice at Intimidate. <laughs> but you roll a high number. <laughs> yeah, so both of these tens do explode. Yeah! <laughs> Um, they don't turn into anything, but I have two net hits. Okay. Uh, uh, so yeah, uh, you say that Bender like, and like you say that and like Kinsey, like already like has like out of nowhere out of like his like jacket, he's had it like under his arm this whole time. Just like his rifle is like there <laughs> and, uh, and Bender goes, all right, <laughs> puts his hands on the bar and like leans back. Uh, Good call. And everyone, everyone turns to, like, Roxy and Marv. So here's what's going to happen. You are going to accept that you did a piss-poor job, and you don't get what was promised out of it, and take the spurs that you already have, and you're going to leave, and you're never going to come back. You're not going to ask, what if? You don't want to know, what if? Marv... Looks over to Roxy. Roxy gives him a glance. And Marv, like, doesn't look like he wants to do anything. And Roxy looks a little upset about that. She looks like... All right. All right. You know, my daddy always said, don't deal Roxy, with a drifter. shut the fuck up. Get out of my bar. Don't say any more words. She looks to Kinsey. Uh, Kinsey, roll an intimidate test just on your own. Sure. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm using motivational speaker. That was my motivational speaker. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh man, that is another not great roll. 
Uh, take a plus four to intimidate, Kenzie. I'll take that. Cool. You're up against a five, and I don't even have grit. I don't have grit tricks to use on this one. This is like a nineteen, a seventeen. <laughs> uh, I rolled a thirteen, so you can take that. Uh, any other successes over that? No, no, it was just a three and a thirteen. Okay. Uh, so she looks at Kenzie. Kenzie, you kind of oh, wait. You know what? Sorry, I forgot that I can also take. With the, with with the plus four, I can also take my original target, right? No, 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 no. no. Here, right. If you hit your original target, it doesn't explode because you got the pluses. Right. Um. So, uh, she looks at you, Kinsey. You just kind of like stare her down, and she like kind of like moves her tongue around in her mouth for a second, as if to like kind of like seal it shut. And she does a little lock and key thing on her mouth. Puts her hands up, walks over, quickly folds up like her uh, uh, her table. Uh, and then um, Bender, Earl, and Lena all start to follow her and they get into the door. And um, Marv has only gone part of the way. He's not like straight up like staring you down, Roland. He hasn't like walked up to you. But he did walk part of the way, so he's a little bit closer to you. And the rest of them, like Roxy's already like left. She's upset. And then the other three the other three kind of look back and see Marv standing there. And he goes. So then. This is how it's gonna be. Marvin. I want you to look <laughs> into my eyes. The door swings open on the other side in like the little alcove and uh, uh, the marshal walks out like gun in hand. Marvin sees him and no, then look at him. listens to look you rolling and looks in your eyes. Look into my eyes. Take a moment. Read the man that I am. You're a smart person. I think you can understand. Take a second. Grasp how lucky you are that what I am willing to do here is to part ways forever. All right. The lower level ain't too big, though, Roland. No, it's not, Marvin. All right, then. Harry, been a hell of a time. Good luck to you. And he walks out. <laughs> you're in captain morales's apartment i'm so upset i'm not there <laughs> what are you doing right also i guess really quick just roll skullduggery for me you left the downstairs you put things back let's go ahead and take care of that i feel like if you're gonna put things back upstairs it's a different test uh i got four hits Cool. You you've put things back very adequately. <laughs> Great. Um. Okay. Gotta throw my mind back to when I was a sneak thief. Um. Oh, so long ago during your it, innocent. It was a long time ago during your innocent times as a sneak thief. <laughs> yeah. Um. Before I killed anyone. Uh. Yeah. Okay. So, where? Do... So, I guess the first thing is, I walk into a room, 
it's probably the bedroom first, but it, it could be anywhere because who knows where people hide stuff. Everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if she has an office. Um, but I, I'm I think like bedside table somewhere. I don't know inside a pillow. Um, but uh, can I roll skullduggery to kind of guess at where the likely spots would be? Honestly, if it, if anything, if I'm gonna do a, a stretch on that, it it almost feels like a connections roll. Oh well, I'm not terrible at connections. It's it's either that or or just straight up like discipline to try and like have a read on a person. Well, that's right? bad. I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, so I would say connections. Just you know, having okay. done b- specifically because you have path of the outlaw, like you've done stuff like this before. You've been given tips from different people. Like, you might have some trade secrets in there. Okay. Uh, So the first thing I do in any room is I immediately look for the place I will hide if I hear someone coming. And then I move in to to looking around. Um, But I will roll connection. Hopefully something good comes out of it. And I don't glitch. Or not glitch. Misfire. I, I do have to before you tell me what your role is. It's a pretty, it's a, it's a bit of a reach, so it's gonna have to be at a minus two. Uh, Sorry. Okay. It's okay. This die really, really wants to be how I hurt people. Um, <laughs> uh, it's just, it's just one hit. Okay, um, so someone like Morales, you bet, has a hidden safe somewhere. Okay. Um, that's your guess, just okay. judging by the, the, like, decor in here. It's not an extremely, it's not an extravagant apartment, to say the least. Uh, it would be, what would today be considered, like, a good medium size, like, one or two-bedroom apartment, a decent amount of uh, of floor space, but it's not like she doesn't have like the best digs in the world. Um, uh, though for the Badlands, like in the you know the middle of Tobias Station, which is like relatively cramped, it's kind of nice. Um, but like she doesn't have like extravagant taste. It doesn't look like so she's not going to do anything like super fancy. And you know she's like your very few like you know dealings with her and observations lead you to believe she's pretty practical. Um, so you're you like. Given given what you have, you assume there's a safe somewhere, a hidden safe somewhere. Okay. Um, I will check the non-exterior walls that are not in the kitchen, um, and any under any area rugs, kind of the normal places first. Sure. Um. So like so like the exterior walls that go into the like station would be a good one. Um, floor safes. Sure. Um, so you can roll observe or skullduggery at a minus two. I will tell you that um, observe is quicker. Uh, skullduggery is not as quick, but presumably you're better at it. <laughs> I I am, but I am. I feel like I am pushing my luck. Is it at a minus two or is that is that normal? Is that a minus two? Dang it! <laughs> I rolled three elevens. 
You could um, spend three grit and play and go it strong. I really want to have enough grit to flashback if I die. Um. <laughs> Hold on. If you die, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm about to die. Gotcha. I Flashback. And not instead. Yeah. I flashback. It was never me. It was my body. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got two hits on observe. Okay. Um. So it does take you a little bit of time. Uh, You look around a little bit, and then you notice. in the bedroom, there's basically a rug that is um, partially under the bed. And you notice um, that, like, the general, like, dust around the around one part of it is a little more clean than the others. Like, like, it, like it's been handled more. Um, and Like, very, very subtly. It's not, like, very obvious. It takes you a while to notice it. You do a couple passes throughout the apartment, and then you eventually, like, come to this conclusion. You're like, wait a second. What's that? And you walk like you, you know, running your hands along the walls, checking behind paintings, stuff like that. And you finally see that. And you walk over, you kneel down, uh, you put your hand on uh, the rug, and you open it up. And there is a safe built into the floor there. I check for traps. Um, I, <laughs> I will, um, I will open it. I will sure. try to open it. Yeah, that's a skullduggery test. Uh, it's going to be at a minus 10. An extremely good safe. It has several electrical components. If you were to take the safe that you made and, like, triple its efficacy, <laughs> <laughs> that would be this safe. It's built into the floor, too. Not, ju- so, not just, like, bolted or anything. Um, let's see. So. It's also. Nah, uh, yeah, no, it's big. It's relatively big. Okay. It's like you wouldn't be able to fit in it or anything, uh, but it is a few feet long and a foot or two wide. Like you could fit a dog in it. Yeah, I mean, depending on the dog, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you open it up, a dog jumps out. <laughs> <laughs> or like two cats. <laughs> you can fit so many cats in this bad boy. <laughs> What you got there, Pax? I have three hits. Okay. It That's good. That means it takes you uh, way less time than it would take a normal person to crack this safe. Uh, it takes you a little bit of time just based on the like the difficulty of it, but not that much time. Like It's pretty impressive, actually, how quickly you, you figure it out. Um, uh, you basically have to pop off like a, a plate and like mess with the wiring a little bit and then work with the mechanical part and then all the locks like disengage and you open it up and uh within there there's a couple guns like long arm guns um uh and several different like there's a like a lock box well not like a lock lock box but like a box full of like some spurs and it's not quite like a go bag but like it has elements of a go bag to it um but there is um uh, like, like dry rations. Um, uh, there's a stick, like some explosives in there as well. 
um, and then also a data pad. Um, okay, so I will touch nothing but the data pad. Okay. Uh, it is, um, as far as you can tell, encrypted in some way. You're unable to access it. Dicks. Um, I take it. I take it and I close it up. So as you're sitting there holding the data pad and you're like, have your hand on the, the like latch of the safe about to like close it. You're still trying to contemplate. You're not a hundred percent sure you hear. Footsteps as someone enters the lower level of the captain's quarters. Yeah, I got it. I, I, Oh no, I, shut it mm -hmm. and I don't put the data pad in okay and then I I, I reset the lock mm -hmm. I move the carpet back mm -hmm. and I I is there a window there is. There is uh, the almost like a bay window at the end of this apartment um, in sort of like a living area um, that does exist and looks over the bazaar. Do I think that I can get to it before this person comes upstairs? I mean, there's a decent amount of distance between you and them at this moment. Unless they are rushing upstairs, like you heard some, you hear someone in the office, so they have to walk through that, like through the area with the holding cells, and then come up the stairs, and then come into the into the apartment. Okay, I will go out the window. Cool. I need two rolls from you. The first one is skullduggery because you went, you looked all over this place, and you were putting things back in place, presumably. So yeah. you want to, I, I was assuming that you were taking the precaution to set things back the way you found them. So you're just trying not to leave traces of the fact that there was someone here. Okay. Uh, how many successes? How much good do I have? Yeah. Um, I, I have. Successes. Okay. That is a respectable number. Now roll a sneak test for me. Okay. As you try to, as quietly as possible, make your way to the other side of the apartment and exit a window without being noticed. Yeah. Ah, your hearing thing comes into play here. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. The fact that people are at negatives to hear you. That's extremely good. I can also move at full speed. Also <laughs> extremely important in this specific instance. You're yeah. up against a 10. Oh, yeah. Fine. Um, great. Uh, I have three net hits. Uh, cool. You put the safe. You close the safe. Uh, it's a 15. Hi. In 
case it matters. Uh, no, no. You told me how many successes. Yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. You put the safe. You put the safe down. You latch it up. You fold down uh, the rug. You step back. You look at it. You haven't really like the not like thick layers of dust or anything. It's mostly just that you notice that the rug itself was cleaner on one side. Um, and then uh, you like start like quickly and swiftly making your way across like the floorboards here. Like you've already kind of scoped out the areas where you can step. You know that stepping closer to the wall is better because the floorboards are better supported there and less likely to creak. Uh, so you keep to the wall, slide along that, um, and uh, make your way into the living room. At that point, you hear uh, someone uh, like clinking a coffee mug. And then uh, you hear footsteps on the stairs leading up. And you rush over to the window. You look out. You see someone walking by, and you're like, fuck, I can't go out right now. And you wait for a second, and then you hear the footsteps coming up to like the landing and then coming up to the door. Um, and then at that point, you like open the window and slide out for a second. And then uh, you hear um, a key unlocking the lock to the apartment. You shut the door or shut the window. And then uh, there's like a um, basically a part of like conduit that you're able to like slide down uh, or shimmy down uh, from that position as you get down to the to the like street level. Basically look around. No one's noticed you uh, and you are able to walk under the sight of the window and duck into a corridor uh, to avoid being seen from the bay window as you make your escape. And that's where we're going to end today's session. Mm-hmm.